Welcome to the 8-Bit Cat Show, a place where friends geek out over the nerdy things we love, sometimes with cats, who aren't here right now, but that's okay. With us today, we've got Zach, Peter, and Tom, and friend of the show, DJ! Thank you, thank you. Hold your applause. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah easy. Since <laughs> this is your first time to the uh, show, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? I'm 26. I work at a dead-end retail job. I play video games. Uh, right now, I'm really excited because I got invited to the Battlefield 2042 Technical Preview. Nice. Um, let's see. I have a PS4, Series X, PC. I live with my girlfriend. I have a crazy-ass dog. I think anymore, and somebody can find you on Facebook. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I live on Bissonette Street, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, oh, my. And that's about it. Also, uh, if you guys want to donate a PS5 to your boy. Hey, God, he's feeding hey for DJ, the camera's actually over there. Yes. I know. I'm looking at my face because you know you got to. That, that was even better, though. Yeah, <laughs> so. I will do anything for a PS5. Anything. Why is DJ here today as our special guest? Oh. Uh, He's going to talk to us about the uh, Halo Infinite technical demo. Oh, demo, demo, demo. I haven't heard of this. I've heard of a demo. What's a demo? Can you can you explain that for yeah, us? It does, isn't, isn't your name on Discord demo? <laughs> yeah, like you know, it came for me in Epiphany while I was playing. You know, I don't know. That's Grand Theft Auto. Like you know, how can I demonstrate my psychotic ways? You know, I'm weird and. Let's demonstrate. And then, boom. But anyway, so the the Halo Infinite tech demo, that sounds, that's pretty neat. How'd you get invited to that? We're actually going to get to that a little later in the show. (laughs) I have a lot to talk about. Ooh, I like this. Uh, But our first segment, we actually start off, is uh, what you're watching. Um, So we're going to talk about some of the shows and movies we've seen lately. Um, Starting off with uh, Master of the Universe Revelation. Uh, It's on Netflix. Five episodes. Season one, guys. If you watch it right in a row, you can do it in less than two hours. True. I mean, I binge watched it, and I was at two times the speed, and that thing just flew by. I'd never seen it, so I'm confused. I think it was. You missed an opportunity. I think it was very aptly named, is what I think. I think the best. Definitely, you can say the best thing about it was aptly named. So He Man's not in that title. No, not in that show either. (laughs) Not at all. Wasn't that most of the backlash? Pretty much, yeah. Just that he wasn't there. It wasn't there. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people were like, "Oh, it's the new He Man," uh, but it was more of like the Tila show. Yep. Yeah. But honestly, so the basic story uh, for uh, your information, spoilers DJ. For, spoilers yeah. for everybody. So if yeah. you haven't watched it, you know, good luck. And D- uh, DJ, I'm this, sorry. Watch it real quick. DJ, really just uh, mute mute everything, and you'll be good. I don't give a crap about spoilers. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so it opens with uh, Tila is becoming the new Master of Arms on Eternia, and Man of Arms. Man of Arms. Man of Arms. What did I say? Woman. Master of Arms. Yeah. No, um, no, still Man of Arms. She's a woman of we arms. Are, no, we are pro. We are progressive here. She is still the Man of Arms. Yeah. She just because she's a woman doesn't mean she has to be the woman of arms. And why couldn't she be the woman of arms? If she wants to be, hundred percent. That's her job. She's the job Wait, title. It's just she, the title. She's also part of the technically man at arms. Answer. But, so, if she's oh yeah, it is man at arms. If she's the man at arms, does she got muscular? Arms? Oh yeah, yeah. She's, oh, yeah. yeah. She's ladies built. Oh yeah, she's, she's like freaking Xeno warrior princess. You don't want to meet her in a dark alley. No, no she'll ruin. Are you sure about that? Yes. Yeah, she's, she's like, cool. hello. <laughs> My name is Tila. I'm the new man of arms. Oh, do I get to talk now? No. Yes. <laughs> I'm the only one. She's uh, voiced by Sarah Michelle Gellar. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Buffy the Vampire Slayer herself. 
I remember Buffy, especially she, in the late nights. She's done really good with her voiceover acting overall. Sarah Michelle Gellar is yeah. solid work. She was also uh, one of the Inquisitors in Rebels, or was she? Yeah, one of the Inquisitors. Yeah, because she tries to chop off Freddie Prince Jr.'s character's head, and that that's great. <laughs> that's her husband. For those in the know, not in the know. I didn't know for the longest time. <laughs> they, I'm they, just going to be honest with that one. They met on the set of I Know What You Did Last Summer. I would have thought Scooby-Doo. Yeah. <laughs> no, they were, they were already married when they made that movie. They were already married when they made what that movie? Okay, now that yeah. I told you I found this out recently. I don't know. <laughs> it's messing me up, y'all. Yeah, they have, I think, two or three kids and four dogs. Four dogs? Huskies. I think you know a little bit too much about the yeah, Gellers. Yeah, it's kind of stalkerish. The Michelle Gellers. I follow her on Instagram. The Michelle Gellers like Prince Juniors. Anyway, so. So, <laughs> uh, so. Um, so then it opens up with um, she, they're having the ceremony for her, and in the meantime, Skeletor has come up with this whole grand scheme, and he's gonna take over Castle Grayskull. Sorceress. Part for the course. Sorceress sends out a call. Uh, to He-Man, and they're like, hey, we gotta go. Um, so they show up and start kicking some booty. Um, and then we find out that the Castle Grayskull's actually been the hiding place of the Orb of Wisdom, uh, which basically is what keeps Eternia together. And Skeletor's like, you know what? I'ma break it. So he takes his staff to whack it, and in doing that, he's basically going to destroy the universe, right? Universe. The universe. Universe. Yep. And in order to prevent this from happening, um, Sorceress stops time and is like, hey, we don't have a lot of time here, but, you know, like, we've got to come up with an idea quick. And He-Man's like, well, hey, can I use the sort of power as a conduit and absorb the whole blast? And she's like... Yeah, but it's not going to go well for you. It does not go well for him. Oh, doesn't it? No. Smudge on the floor. Why am I not surprised? So then um, during, but during, while he's acting as a conduit, he, uh, the sword splits into two sister halves. Looks way cooler than the actual sword of power. Mm -hmm. The sword (laughs) of power is honestly not a great weapon. No, but those things look phenomenal. Both those half swords beautiful yeah. would, would enjoy owning either one yeah. could you imagine he managed to be like i have the power that he's like i'm gonna kill everybody <laughs> <laughs> yeah i believe both that show and the original uh that one was actually rated pg and mm-hmm. i didn't realize it got away with that yeah. uh there was a lot more violence than i was expecting most of it off screen they did a good job with that yeah but like it was brutal compared to the original cartoon because oh, I guess the original cartoon was just like G.I. Joe. We can't actually shoot guns. Let's shoot stun lasers. Yeah. yeah. You can't kill really characters. Just so I, have a, I have a sword. I'm just going to punch people with it. All right. Well, and they have Skeletor make a comment about that. I'm I sure did enjoy that, yes. Oh, that you finally great. used your freaking sword. The way it's supposed to be used. Yeah, so, after he stabbed Skeletor. Yeah. Great. Do a deep dive. He man dies, thing. and then the rest, like up until the end, is Tila basically coming to terms because she finds out, you know, oh, He-Man and Prince Adam are the same person and she feels betrayed because nobody told her. So it's a lot of her kind of going through this basic grieving process and then having to go to basically heaven and hell to get each half of the sword back to... uh, 
remake the Sword of Power and stop the universe from dying. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and all magic leaving it and destroying everything. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you were saying two halves of the sword, cool looking. Oh, way better looking than the actual Sword of Power. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. It's, it was disappointing how little they actually are in the show, all things considered. See, there's a cat. We mm -hmm. told you sometimes. Can I just say that Tila is a little bitch? Oh, my God. Tila <laughs> is a little bitch is what you're saying. Oh, my God. What, what did Tila do to offend you? He-Man, Prince Adam didn't tell me that he was He-Man. Everybody else knew this is bullshit. I mean, I it is. like this. This is crap. I mean, in her <laughs> defense, it was a little bit crap, but he it's also like, didn't tell his own father. Yeah. And his own yeah. father handled that. Well, not, not well, well at no, all. He, Honestly, yeah, not, he, not lost well his, at all. he lost his son. I can understand why he's upset about it. But at the same time, she's in your... As the king's like, even though you didn't know, you're still the man in arms. And she goes, no, fuck you. <laughs> and like basically tells him he can go fuck himself because like he didn't know. Why yeah, are you, you going to betray the royal family just that, because freaking the king didn't know either? That part did kind of tick me off because I was like, really? You're going to get mad at him? Like the only there were only four people in that room who knew. Who knew? His yeah. mom, man at arms, the cat, and Orko. And Orko. Cringer. Cringer, yeah. Well, yeah, but to be fair, one of those is her dad. Sometimes his name is Battle Cat. <laughs> Only every now and then. Right then he was Cringer. But I mean, like, for the next, like, three episodes is her having a pity party. Yeah. And, I, and it just, it my question the crap is, out of me. I, I don't think they've actually showed up there. Did it say, like, how long after the death of He-Man that next episode took place? No. Or it did, did not, it, right? It, I don't think or it did. Or did it say, I like... I don't think it did. No, that was my issue. I was I was having a little trouble with how because it seemed like it was quite a bit afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Like, but it also could have been so. it also could have been like the next day, and apparently Eternia just devolves into chaos almost immediately. Well, yeah. we know it's enough time for her to have that partnership with the the other character who did appear one time in the original series, and people are mad that she changed. Well, well she did appear in the original series. Yeah, I did not realize that. Yeah, the um, but the way that Audra. Yes, Audra. Yeah. I was it was Audra. Andra? A-N-D-R-A, I think. Yeah, Andra. Andra was talking. It, it made it seem like a lot of time. She's like, oh, my grandfather used to tell me stories of that place. So it's like, yeah. well, if you, like, how old are you? Because it, it you make it sound like you were a child when your grandfather told you these stories. And now you're clearly late teens, early 20s at the youngest. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I, I kind of had the same question, too. Like, how much how much time has passed? And Evelyn's got all white hair now. Yeah, but we never see her hair before, do we? Oh. She's mm -hmm. always got that helmet yeah, on. Yeah, I never think of I thought she had, it. like, short black hair that was just under the helmet. If you look at it, it, it looks Maybe. like she's got short and, black and hair that... right under her. And the, the, only, the only idea of time we have that went by was, like, the when they go back to see the sorceress and she's, like, old... But it's like I think that's mostly just because she didn't have access to the wellspring magic. of magic that so, she's yeah. normally so accustomed like that, to. So like that that isn't even a good That's not no, a good judge not. there. Yeah, it's it's hard to tell. And I mean like Man at Arms did have a time to grow a sweet ass beard. And grow his hair out. Dope beard. Went really well with the helmet, kinda of just completed like the whole like almost juggernaut look kind yeah. of thing going on. It was <laughs> And the little it was pretty man, solid. It was he's good. got a little yeah. man bun. A man Oh, bun. did he have a man bun? I missed the man bun. If he takes his helmet on, he's got a little, like, man Oh, he bun. did have, like, like, that shit I used to wear all the time? He did have, yeah. like, he's got, like, the the samurai top knot kind yeah, of thing yeah. like that going on, because he's got other hair, yeah. too, still. Yeah. It was okay. But then even uh, Robo no, was saying... She always had white hair. Oh, well, you're... Yeah. Oh, look at that. Always had white hair. 
I was built by the younger you. So it's like, well, how young was Duncan when he built you? It is a question I have. Also, well, he wasn't supposed to be building any more weapons, apparently. Wasn't that, wasn't that also part of his uh, banishment? Was that you could never forge two pieces of metal together ever again? Yeah, right, but the way, the, yeah. the way he was talking, it, it sounded like Robo was built before any of that happened. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember that the, the, the Robo dude in the original series. Was he there? Maybe. I, I really did not like He-Man all that much as a kid. I prefer the She-Ra series. It wasn't great. She-Ra was better. Yeah. 100%. He, He-Man was 100% all for toys. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's yeah. why they all had the like, exact same body that's, that's why She-Ra yeah. was great. Yeah. That's now, all it was. Now, might I add, though, with the He-Man show coming out recently, a lot of people who have been complaining about the show say, like, it's not Bobby original. It's not the same. The characters are not who they are. It's kind of the whole point. Yeah, that's the whole point. Like, I <laughs> yeah. like the fact it's not focusing on He-Man because He-Man as a character is boring. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, no, yeah, it's boring. I, I think everyone He's can agree with that. devoid of character. Yeah. Like, you have more interest His name is in He-Man. the villain right? than the actual protagonist. <laughs> and yes, He-Man is basically for toys. And... Might I add this as well? There were so many different iterations of He-Man. He went into space. He went into space, yeah. He's getting... What's with all the hell cr- hell cringy catchphrases? Oh, that, whole... that's what He-Man was. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. it was very true to the original in yeah. that sense with the cringy oh, yeah. and, and, the, oh, and the terrible, like, dad jokes. Right. <laughs> they um, did. They did stop Skeletor from being a meme this time, which was great. But yeah. uh, I mean, if you have Mark crazy. Hamill voice your character, you're probably pretty safe. And people going, "Yo, that was the coolest part of the whole thing." Yeah. Right. yeah. And it was, that was yeah, the coolest was part the of the whole, whole thing. thing. Like, I don't think Mark Hamill as a character in any show could really be bad. I I will say there was a lot. There was there was a little too much of the, of his Joker in his Skeletor for me. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, but it was still good. This... But there was definitely a lot of I Joker think, in there. I think was it you that actually told me that the reason he stopped playing the Joker is yeah. because yeah. it yeah. like let's, hurt let's his voice. No one needs yeah. to see your so <clears throat> that Joker voice, he, it was really, really scratching yeah. his right. throat. So every time he did the laugh, it was really, really painful. Yeah, that's why he doesn't do it anymore. Yeah. So like, yes, the voice, most of his voices sound close to Joker, but I would say that his most distinctive voice would have to be skips from regular show. Yeah. Like, oh, skips. God, yes. Yeah. It's like that deep, like, roachy voice. It's like, that's Mark Hamill? Yep. It can't be Mark Hamill. <laughs> yeah, he, the last time he actually voiced Joker was in 2015 for Arkham Knight. He like, did do it for Arkham Knight? Wait, wait so, no, yeah. he did Joker for um, the, the, the adaptation of uh, The Killing Joke, right? Oh, he had to have. I think so. Yeah, yeah. That, that no, was the whole reason they came back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because yeah. oh, they had all the actually. I think I believe they had all the original voice actors. Yes, you're from, right. He uh, came back the for the Killing Joke. Series, because I know Kevin Conroy was in that one too. Also, the Killing Joke movie was not that great. <laughs> also, Kevin Conroy voiced the merman. In... He did. It was hilarious. Yes, that was great. <laughs> oh, I definitely got to watch this now. I was like, Batman, your suit's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not Batman. You know, I'm Batman. Do <laughs> you know gaming wise, Mark Hamill voiced uh, in Kingdom Hearts? Yeah, he uh, he voices um, master. He's the the teacher for uh, Terra, Aqua, and Aventus. Master Eriquis. Eriquis, yeah. yeah. I did he's not know that. In literally everything. Yeah. yeah he's and what's in, yeah. What's funny is also the voice for uh, Master Xehanort, the main uh, villain in Kingdom Hearts, was voiced by Leonard Nimoy. Was it really? Yeah, I didn't yes. know that one. And the producer of the game actually wanted that to be a real thing, 
uh, because he wanted to bring the. <laughs> he wanted to bring both the Star Wars realm and the Star Trek realm to be polar opposites. Oh, see, so that you makes had sense. I like you had that. the like twin that. pair who were the same person, but in reality were two separate people, kind of the same thing. I so like that. yeah, he actually that was his plan. So yeah. So then after, you definitely thought Star Trek was evil then? Is what no, no. He, it, <laughs> no, he just had them both be battle, you know, always battling together because yeah, Master Eriquist didn't, yeah. Yeah, didn't want Master Xehanort as a person of himself. Like, they were two separate. They were the same person, but two separate entities in themselves. So that's why the director had that happen. But that's, it was actually pretty, pretty legit. Great. I like that. And then I think, uh, I think once Nimoy died, they had other Star Trek guys come in and also help voice it. So it was like a wouldn't surprise me if uh, George Takei came in for that because he <laughs> likes to do that stuff now too. I hope you guys never have an episode on Kingdom Hearts because the timeline I I, I I can't I can't <laughs> with the timeline. I would be able to keep up at least a little bit, but I think these two would know more than me. Yeah, I, <laughs> I love Kingdom Hearts. Nothing. No, yeah. I love Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> like Kingdom Hearts as a kid, I loved it, but now as an adult, it's like, all right, I want to go from the beginning. It's like, no, I don't have time. No, you go from yeah. the beginning. It's slow. <laughs> oh yeah. Tom slow and I have matching keyblades. Yeah. Oh dear Lord, help us. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> We're nerds. She's also got a spare, I believe. Too. Yeah, most likely. <laughs> <laughs> like true uh but back to he-man uh so overall thought it was great honestly i thoroughly enjoyed it tom you you seem to have a dissenting opinion over there (laughs) you're good go let's see the awful five out of ten Honestly, five out of ten, really. Yeah, Damn, yeah that's, I, oh, that's yeah, like perfectly average. Yeah, it's well, average. It's, we, well, we got it, there's eight cats, so it's you gotta do. Oh, it's eight, it's eight cats. Cat okay, scale. we're doing eight cat scale. Okay, four four cats. It only it only allows four cats there because reality is is like yes, it was He Man specific, and yes, it kind of gave some backstories into some of the characters, but overall, like it was it was slow like i i watched it on two times speed because i could not listen to tila going anyone told me that you were he-man like come on yeah she spent like five episodes how how old is she supposed to be five episodes yeah i know but she spent five episodes five episodes of her yeah and and even when they go into later episodes where she sees prince adam again she's still going (laughs) i don't want to talk to you (laughs) like What's wrong with you get over it just get over it like who cares it, you're trying to save the freaking universe i think there's more things going on than you going <laughs> you didn't tell me but like, weren't I, you paying attention she she doesn't believe in magic anymore yeah but she's also the freaking child of the sorceress yeah that one's true mm. I, I will say by the time that they get to the like heaven area she doesn't want to talk to adam but it's explicitly because like oh he's dead and in heaven and if i tell him what's gone wrong he's gonna want to come back that's true yeah. and Guess he what? Clearly, he, he totally does. He totally does, and then instantly gets stabbed through the chest. I love that so much. <laughs> that was so... I was so unexpected <laughs> and so amazing. I know that's probably Hold what on. pissed a lot of people Hold off. On. I, gotta, a better one. I gotta blow DJ's mind for a second. So the last two minutes of the episode. So they get back from the heaven world. They've got the sword of power. They're like, Tila's like, all right, Prince Adam. Do your thing. Become He-Man and reforge everything and make it good. He's like, all right, for the power of Grayskull. And right when he's about to do that, I have the power. Skeletor comes back because he apparently hid his essence in Evelyn's staff. And so he comes back and he goes, stamp. 
stabs He-Man it's right so to the good. heart. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> takes the sword back. Take, take. Oh, DJ, it's not over yet. That's like the biggest fuck you. It was. Oh, no, it, it, gets, was, it gets better. That takes, was probably the better part of all of five episodes. Takes the sword of power. He says the magic words, and guess what? Now he's the master of the universe. All right, I gotta watch. This. It ends with yeah, Skeleton King. Yeah, <laughs> again, <laughs> again, you're you're gonna watch it, and it, it's a slow pace. It's all just the Tila show, and she's just bitching the whole time. But in in reality, when you're watching it, like it's still captivating enough to you can kind of pay attention to it. Well, I mean, the first thirty minutes and the last fifteen are. Eight out of eight. Best, scale best yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Best part of the show. Like, amazing. It, it, if it's going to be better than the original and then the spinoff where he goes into space, I will definitely watch it. I will say, animation's absolutely gorgeous. Oh, yeah, Great. Absolutely. Yeah. Stunning. Uh, voice cast is Great. amazing. Right. It's done very well. Like, Tom, I will agree, I will agree with you. Some, at some points, the pacing is definitely a little bit slow. and But they're also trying to definitely set up, hey, we've made the Masters of the Universe one shot. We made a. We made a. It's. It's not even a TV series. It's. Yeah. It is definitely like a a, either a mini series. It looks like a movie. That it was they a, chopped in half. It was a two and a half hour long movie that they chopped in and cut down to five episodes. Yeah. And then, can't wait for the uh, the next new She-Ra movie because they've already redone She-Ra. But now when they redo She-Ra again, because I think they're gonna do that again because that's what it felt like a lead up to. I don't know because they. I think they kind of threw out that. Yeah, the, the, so they have talked a lot about how they're not going to have She-Ra at all, really, in the new He-Man stuff. Oh, so she's just going to be Tila? She's just Tila, but He-Man? <laughs> yeah, but here's here's but... the thing. So I didn't watch the, the when they did the reboot of, of She-Ra. Uh, I, know, I know that Peter did, and he, he really enjoyed it. Yeah. I was instantly turned off by the animation. Had the animation looked like Masters of the Universe... I would have watched it even if the story was trash. <laughs> <laughs> Which, according to the description Peter has given me, I think is trash. Yeah. You, just, you just don't like that it's different. I don't I have a problem with different. <laughs> I have a problem with trash. Two, two cats. Two, for She-Ra or for... For, for She-Ra. Okay, oh, the, the oh, show that you didn't watch. Original <laughs> She-Ra is eight cats. The remake is eight. Screw that opinion. <laughs> I don't know. I just loved this one because, and it pissed me off because, well, they killed a lot of people in this, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one that hit me the hardest because the only reason I actually wanted to watch this reboot oh, was, Orko. was because of fucking Orko. There yeah, but go. it was a great one, wasn't oh it? Oh my God, it was so badass. He I'm like, finally, I'm like, Orko, Orko finally did something. <laughs> he did something and successfully did something and did it super so badass yeah. and then blows some dude to hell. Oh, it's great. He uses like super magic and like he is finally like, Oh yeah! Say, look at me! I actually am the Oracle, and you're like, "Oh yeah, man!" And yeah. then all of a sudden, it's like, yeah. and like, he's dead. Fuck! Yeah. <laughs> it was the quickest I ever became invested in a character, and then instantly sat outside of the movie up. Yeah, <laughs> it's up there. It's up there with that. No, because I've always loved Orko because I'm like that stupid little moron. Oh, he just tried so hard, yeah. and he just he just can't get it right. Just poor little boy, and then he finally gets it right, and they're like. And, and you're dead. dead. You're dead. Yeah. I, 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 I shed one single man tear. I for sure did on that <laughs> at that point in time. That was definitely a oh 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 tug my heartstrings. Why you need to pour one off for the homies, bro? You know that seems wasteful. <laughs> <laughs> I did enjoy that we're kind of getting a redemption arc for a character named Evil Lynn. 
Hey, apparently the evil was by choice. Right. It was by choice. Yeah, I I had always hoped her parents had just named her Evelyn. Right. Like they were just really aware. Evil Lynn, yes. (laughs) Like it was supposed to be Evelyn, but they fucked up a letter. Right. (laughs) Okay, that would be even better. Right. (laughs) Well, I'll embrace it. I'm Evil Lynn. (laughs) Yes. Um, But at the end, she goes back to Skeletor anyway, even though the whole time she too had been like, fuck Skeletor. I think that is a lovely. He's a douchebag. A lovely and uh, very accurate representation of abusive relationships. Uh, that is 100% what is always been going on between the two of them. She's definitely the smarter, more capable one, but he has broken her self-confidence down so bad by being such an evil little bastard right. that she'll do whatever he wants. Also, I think she might be a bit, a little, little bit afraid of him, especially now he has the fucking sword of power yeah. and is literally all, he has the sword of power and the hag staff. Dude, all literally, she had he is to all do powerful. Right. was walk over there and been like, you know what? You're a douchebag, and kicked him in the nards, and he would have dropped the sword. He doesn't have nards. Yeah, does he have He's nards? a skeleton. He's a skeleton. Yeah. Actually, I think he does have nards. I, I think, think the does, problem yeah. is he just has an ugly ass. All face. he had, all he had was <laughs> he had acid spilled on his face. It ate him up, and then he's magic, so he kept him alive, and that's all. His it is. hands aren't skeleton hands; they're creepy little demon hands with the nails. True. It's true. I think it's just. I think Adam has this problem too. I don't know. I think we'll go there. I think they just both hate being virgins. That's why they're always fighting. I just... That testosterone is just a I hot did. through the roof. And they every have... time he's like, I have the power. He's like, I am full of rage. <laughs> They've never had any outlet for it. And that is why that gets deeply homoerotic. <laughs> Tila, what the fuck? <laughs> At least the original. This one, this one. Not I really got a little bit of a subtext with Tila and Andra. I think a little bit. it was yeah. definitely supposed to. I think there was supposed to be some of that subtext. I don't think. I don't know if they'll act on that no. if they give us more. But I definitely I think, think there was supposed to be some of that. Uh, they're definitely doing it for the Tumblr fans out there. There's going to be some ships, if I may. <laughs> I, believe, I, believe that's, I believe that is the vernacular. <laughs> Can I get? Can I just say what? Stephanie? I was tr- I was trying to do the like the Bragelina thing, but I was trying and I was trying to figure out how you would do Leandra. Why do you know Wait. it already? Tandra. 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 Have you seen the the book, Tam Tandra Suture? <laughs> Duke is displeased by your stack. You, you, I, I was some, waiting for him. To you've heard some of some tandra over. sex. <laughs> yeah, <tandra> <laughs> oh lordy! What, what was the? Uh, was there ever a reference to the uh, glove of Gabula? In the original? Yeah, I don't I remember that no one. Idea. That was probably one of the accessories that you it could just, buy. Probably just random. Just I yeah. mean, that had to have been one one of like the one off releases that Hasbro did just to just because. You know the only people working on this show are huge He-Man nerds. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's directed by Kevin Smith. I was going to say, I believe you is mean Kevin Smith? The hugest He-Man nerd. Right. Well, he had other people helping him. I know he wrote it. It was written and directed by Kevin Smith, but I guarantee he had extra. There were, there was, he was not the only writer. Oh, Though maybe yeah, no. he was. I think he said that at one point, but I, I didn't read the article all the way through. So the, maybe he was, but I doubt it. In Hollywood nowadays, there's nothing that is really written by a singular person. You know what just dawned on to me? What's that? So, He-Man has been lying dormant for a few decades now. Yeah, a little while, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. the last time I saw He-Man cartoon was on uh, Cartoon Network. You know, He-Man was a little bit more serious then, but now He-Man is mostly referenced in Funko Pops. And with the revitalization of He-Man with the show, 
how much you want to bet that some of those Funko Pops are going to go up in sales and He-Man fans are going to try to offload them. Oh, I guarantee. Oh, sure. oh, absolutely. I guarantee yeah. there's going to be a whole new run by Hasbro of toys merchandise to it because yeah. they still own the property. Exactly. That's why they changed almost everyone's look. But like, yeah, so they can sell new freaking toys. But yeah. every year there's always a new slew of He-Man Pops that are exclusive to conventions. Every That's year. True. I didn't know that, actually. I actually didn't know that. Either. Now, there are a few that come out in the wild, but they have, I would say, one of the few lines where everything is even exclusive, a rarity, glows in the dark. Like, there's so many Skeletor Funkos. I want to go in the dark Skeletor. That would that be awesome. nice and terrifying, actually. That sounds awesome. <laughs> I have a glow-in-the-dark him from Powerpuff Girls. Oh, my God. <laughs> How much you want for it? How much you got? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't think that one's for sale. <laughs> uh, but uh, you actually can buy a 10-inch glow-in-the-dark uh, Skeletor from GameStop. A 10-inch? 10-inch glow-in-the-dark. How did we not know that? Oh, yeah. I want one. I want that. That <laughs> yeah. sounds amazing. Yeah, after we left? Yeah. Well, they did, after the She-Ra line, they did do a bunch of Master of the Universe ones that they sent to GameStop, so it would make sense. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I think it came out uh, May of this year. Yeah. Oh, it was a exclusive. recent one. Okay. Yeah. Halo reference, did you guys see the Spartan laser? Wait, what? In He-Man? The Spartan Laser? Oh, the, it, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Again, the thing that he's like, I've had 23 minutes to build a weapon because yeah. I was not allowed to build weapons before this and I was honoring my code because I love the king. He's yeah. like, but now he's like, fuck it, I'm sick. I gotta save Grayskull. <laughs> I'm making a Spartan Laser. <laughs> was, he literally takes out the entire row of tanks yeah. in one shot and you're like, <laughs> that could have been useful many other times. Many times. You're just now telling me you figured out how to build this thing? Many times. You've always had the little arm laser thingy, which is great. You never thought to make it bigger until right now. Pretty sure He-Man wouldn't be dead right now if you had had that right. thing. What, what I guess it was Long 10 years ago, ago, whatever the hell it was. Yeah, Duncan. Yeah, his name's Duncan. It is. Was that ever established in the original series? I thought he, he yeah, was always just man at arms. He was just man at arms, yeah. He's man at arms when he's like in his full... Thing, but like when he's just Did chilling, it's Duncan. He's always been Duncan. I didn't realize. That. Okay, <laughs> always been Duncan. I never Duncan got the concept of him having a secret identity in the original series because they look exactly the same. All they did was take his clothes off. Uh, he man. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, that was mostly for right. action figure design. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it, it's nice <laughs> to see the new one actually have a difference in appearance between Adam and He man. <laughs> it, it makes a, it makes a lot more sense. Like the original show would have made a lot more sense for Adam being wimpy and scared and always running away from the battle to go be He man obviously, but you're like, dude, you're 6 foot 8 and you're literally have a 9 pack. Why are you running away? <laughs> I I'm so scared. I can't do this. I have the power uh, to take my shirt off. Um I also did like how when they were in uh Paternia he really figured that one out. Yeah, I was, been, I was trying to search that in my head. It's Paternia and Subternia. Yeah. Paternia. I, it, it, this but, is uh, hilarious. I like, thought she was going to hate it. The, um, <laughs> I liked how they were like, oh yeah, he's the first champion to come through that it, that chose to be here in his lesser form. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Tila liked him better when he was Adam. Mm-hmm. I think she's like, yeah, humans roided out. I don't want to even see that back in the because Tila likes to be the dominant one in the relationship. Oh, that makes Ooh. sense. That could make it, yeah. 
So are we? <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Are we just not going to acknowledge the uh, Adam music video that uh, everyone knows about? Oh my god! Um. <laughs> <laughs> I have no one idea. What one this of the is. greatest internet memes of all time. Is yes, that the one you're yeah, talking yeah. about? Yes. I have no idea what this is. And I said, uh, Oh, that thing. Yeah, that's Adam. It's Adam. He's wearing the pink coat. Again, it's hard. It's hard to decipher when he's the same type and build, just a lighter shade. True. Yeah. Yeah. That was. Yeah. That was the difference. I guess the older, older Adam. He man just uh, got a spray tan and uh, <laughs> stripped down to his skivvies. Uh, so you said you thought I was going to completely hate it? I, I was certain you were going to hate it. Um, just because of how quickly and dismissive you were of the Shira reboot just based on the change in character designs. Uh, like you saw um, Madame Raz and you're like, nope, that's ugly and I hate it. And you bailed out immediately. So when See, He-Man dies like 10 minutes into the series, I was like, oh, she's going to hate this. I love this, but she's going to hate this. I told you I don't have a problem with change. <laughs> I just... Do not like that animation. Like, maybe I will sit down and give it a chance. But, like, I don't know. It's the same way that I felt about, like, the t- Teen Titans. Like, when they went from, like, the Teen Titans that I grew up with, like, you know, full normal scale, hey, we're Still actually badass. Still can't get over weird chibi styles. And, yeah, and then they went it. to the, yeah, the chibi style. I just, I don't. I, well, they don't also super dumb it down. about Teen yeah. Titans Go. It's one of the greatest shows ever. Bro, it is so trash. No, it is a meme don't show. Don't at me. It's trash. <laughs> it is a meme show, guys. The only episode of that that I ever liked was the one where they end up watching an old episode of the original Teen Titans. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> like, oh, my God. Like, we some, were so cool. There's some weird multiversal crap going on there. That's the only one I've ever enjoyed. I'm like, okay, that's fucking funny. That's like way too meta and strange. And like, okay, that's perfect. That's the exactly whole where the show, show needs to be. is meta. That's the whole point of yeah, it. Yeah, the show is also very inappropriate for children. But definitely <laughs> shown to children. Just okay. like Cyborg so- definitely beats his meat to Raven's ass at one point in time. That's like, that is like he literally he, he's he's literally pounding hamburger meat, but. <laughs> we all know what's going on. True. Yeah, yeah, he's just like, sir. Oh. Have you never watched a Disney movie? <laughs> Again, it's not supposed to be that, that. obvious. <laughs> like they zoom in on him. He's like, <laughs> um, but even like they just came. Then just it's uh, just finished season two, but the the reboot of Charmed. Yeah, I have no problem. No problem with change. It's it's new sisters. They're doing something different. But like. The story is not as engaging, and like they they pretty much were like, "Hey, you know what? There's a lot of stuff going on in the world, like the Me Too movement and Black Lives Matter, and we're just gonna put this in here, regardless of whether or not it actually fits into our story." And that irritated me. You want to know a reboot that really should have never happened? Oh, sure. I do. Oh, oh, it's one of my favorite childhood shows. Motherfucking Powerpuff Girls. Mm-hmm. I, Wait, I do you know mean the cartoon one or the CW one that almost happened? Both. I thought it was still happening. The CW one is barely still They're redoing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah they're the reshooting it. Out and it like, so oh, bad. this is the worst thing ever. Like, <laughs> it was also the reason, it's like the same reason they changed that Titan show that was on uh, the Warner Brothers exclusive streaming app. Yeah. And now it will be on HBO yeah. because they finally <laughs> fixed that trash. Uh, I had the DC like comic streaming app that it was on originally. <laughs> Same <laughs> here, it was amazing. <laughs> nah, the first like that that was one of those the the pilot got and they were like, oh, the pre production photos and people were like, uh, what why is, is it Beast Boy you, Green? Do you want do you want to do you, you want to look at this again for me, guys? I don't even care about the Beast Boy thing not being green. 
Why did they make Starfire look like a hooker? Yes. Yes. Uh, have you ever read the comic books? I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, okay. No, okay. but Who'd like, not even, <laughs> not, even, not even like a no, high-end she... pretty woman hooker. No. Like a straight-up trash No, that was fucking... some straight-up like clown wig. I'm not sure where the makeup and props department was sourcing some of that stuff, but you're like... Uh, you could do better. You yes. could do better for sure. She was a hooker you would pay $20 for and never talk to again. And <laughs> probably come home with a surprise. Yes. yes. She's but, a doctor right afterwards. Uh, yeah. I, will, I will say, though, like, <laughs> I'm getting really, really annoyed with the reboots happening now. It seems like every time someone wants to create something new, it's a reboot of an old show. Like, oh, well, that's been that's, going on for ages. Has, yeah. It yeah. is quantifiably and scientifically easy to defend that there has not been an original idea in Hollywood since 1988. I and could, I challenge you no, to yeah, come up with me. You're right. What so, happened in 1988? Um, yeah, what was the original I think idea? it was Jaws. No, no, that, that was uh, 78. Um, no, it's uh, God, what is the last original idea in Hollywood? I can't remember what it is. Reagan. But What? Reagan. <laughs> Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was, re- he was rehashing some shit. <laughs> also, they were Mr. Ed and him at the end there. Yeah. Uh, you just put the jelly beans in his mouth and you voice over. It's great. <laughs> it works out perfect. That's exactly how they did Mr. Ed in the uh, Mr. Ed show. He's Good a horse. Oh, you remember, remember that? No, I have no idea. Peanut butter, his ma- peanut butter in his Good mouth. Good to know. <laughs> Good times. Well, you're gonna have to look that up and get back to us. I have to but... tell you, it's the last original idea. But yeah, no, there. Any other one? Name a movie after 1990 or TV show or anything like that, and I'll tell you the property that it was based off of. They did need to reboot Pop of. They did not need to do that. No, no like when so no. when I first watched the pilot episode for it, the reboot of the animation, I was just like, ah, that doesn't look too bad. But as soon as they started referencing memes, I was like, yeah, no. Well, because they just tried to do Teen Titans Go, but they already have that show, and that one of those is enough. exactly yeah. Yeah. one of those. Is you enough. really don't need a bunch of them. Like Teen Titans Go did it well, but Powerpuff was trying too hard. Now, yeah. now one that did reboot that was great, like Animaniacs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, watch yeah, that, yeah. yeah. That, that was great. One. Solid. Yeah. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that because they didn't take no shit. And that's probably why there's not going to be another season of that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, another great reboot, uh, Godzilla 2014 and onward. The monster universe was actually pretty good. And if you haven't seen Godzilla vs. Kong. I have not seen Godzilla, Godzilla vs. Kong. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> it's a disservice. I work 73 hours a week. Yeah. I'll get it. That's fair. <laughs> How do you even get time to shower? Hard. That's what I do, yeah. yeah. Shower and sleep. <laughs> Find time. Um, so speaking of not a reboot, um, we also got a continuation. So we have The Bad Batch uh, all the way up to se- season. I can speak words. Episode 14. So we've got two more episodes left in this season. Um, only two? Is that what they're telling Only me? two. There's only 16 episodes Still in this season. Still haven't seen it. It's so good. it you you watch Clone Wars, right? Yeah, I, I get a gist of what happens at the end, but I never actually got to season the final season. It it opens up with order six <laughs> <laughs> Like perfect time to interrupt. <laughs> it it opens up with order sixty six. <laughs> and you get to see um kind of what happened. Um you get Caleb Dune um is there. Um, For those who don't know, that's Kanan Jarrus. Oh, yeah, sorry, Kanan Jarrus. My bad. His real name's Caleb, and he's definitely Caleb Doom there, yeah. because that's before he runs off and becomes Kanan Jarrus. Yeah. I was just explaining, like, hey, this is the dude from Oh, for Rose. our one listener out there in Wisconsin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Does anybody know anybody in Wisconsin? So, so it opens, and it, 
it's the misadventures of Bad Batch trying to avoid getting caught by the Empire. Clone Force 99. Yeah. They're the Bad Batch. They're, they're a group of, if you haven't seen the premise of it, they're a group of... He watched the Clone Wars. He already said he did. He said he didn't see the final season, though, which is where the Bad Batch features. But I saw the memes. The memes are, <laughs> the memes are pretty solid. I did it for the memes. He knows exactly. them. He knows them memes. Mm-mm, memes. Mm, the boys got some good memes out there. Mm, French fried potatoes. Um, <laughs> don't do that. He's just a boy. Uh, but so you also get to see the evolution of the Empire going from clone troopers to stormtroopers. Um, it's happening a little slowly. Um, I know that. These two really wanted to see more, like from the Empire side. Yeah. Um, I feel like we're getting, starting to get a little more into that now. Well, you, you're not. You said you only watched up to eleven. Yeah, I, I, I was really struggling to care when I was watching it today, because it's just, it, it's gone so far from what I was hoping it would be to just kind of Mandalorian, but with clone troopers instead of a Mandalorian. Mm, I'm just really that. not here for it. It is so, a lot of fetch quests. Yeah, yeah a lot of fetch they're, quests. They're, um, instead of having a Grogu, they have Omega, which turns out to be a female clone that the Kaminoans made. Yeah. Can I at least admit that that's cool? But I want to see the Empire enslaving people. Yes, that, yeah. uh, again, that's that's where we thought it was going to go, and I think you're going to get some more of that too. They um, they are transitioning towards like, oh yeah, here's here's your first. They actually made their first reference to TK troopers finally in the show, and you're like, and even the the clones that are the the Bad Batch Clone Force ninety nine, they're sitting there going, what's a TK trooper? I don't know what that is. And yeah, if you know if you know Star Wars, you're like, it's a fucking stormtrooper. Yeah. They're in the, they basically are, um, Rex sends them on this rescue mission. Um, oh, I love that. They bring Gregor back. They go rescue Gregor. Oh, really? Yeah, it's Gregor. It's, it's Gregor. amazing. Cool, it's but amazing. He, so he's been training the TK troopers. And so they, they go in and they're like trying to escape. And Tech's like, all right, let me put some co- codes in. And alarm starts going off. And he's like, shit, I, did I just divert? What did I just do? And Gregor goes, no, you idiot. This is a TK facility. Your codes don't work here. <laughs> and I do love, like, like so the, and so they're running away, and there's a bunch of stormtroopers shooting them, and they're all missing. And he's like, I thought you, and they turn to the, they turn to Gregor, and they're like, I thought you said you trained these guys. You're a freaking clone commando. Well, I thought you said you trained these guys. He goes, I didn't teach them everything. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and, and then I immediately went, well, that explains a lot. <laughs> I didn't teach him everything. Uh, so, from my understanding, the Bad Batch has been getting a lot of mixed reviews. People say they love it, they hate it. I'm in more of the line of, I think that if you're going to go involving the Empire, we see it from the perspective of the Empire and not the Rebel side. Because right now what Disney is doing is that, all right, we're going back to the past. We're going to talk about these characters. We're going to go here. But we're going to focus on the good guys and never the bad guys. Yeah. And that's why I love the books and comics more. Because if you ever read the Darth Vader comic. Oh, it's, it's fantastic. It's so fucking good. fantastic. You see how Vader has been coping ever since the loss of his it's wife. It's also yeah. getting really problematic with the timeline, though. They've, yeah. They've, done, they've, done some, they've, some messed, they've messed some stuff up with uh, after, I guess, uh, what it would be, uh, uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yes. Yeah. The timeline is a little off now and then yeah. with them introducing the high republic i would say i read the first book of the series not a big fan like yeah i tried to read one of the comics I'd read well, with I, you. I i watched a like behind the scenes on the making and 
those books, the High Republic specifically, um, they're being written to be more like children's books as opposed to like. Well, that seems like a very poor choice. Yeah, that's pretty weird. That is a weird. Call. I don't. Not like. We're not blaming you, obviously. Not like <laughs> children, like little, like four-year-olds. We're talking like, like young adult, right? Yeah, yeah. young adult novels, like kind of thing like the, that. Yeah, like the. I'd say. Like we're, we're going like animorphs. Nine. <laughs> don't you dare bring that back. Yeah, like the. the Fuck you, animorphs. Was like great. <laughs> so like, did you guys ever read the Goosebumps or the Fear Street books? Mm-hmm. Fucking fantastic. So the Goosebumps were supposed to be more like you know the younger kids, and Fear Street was supposed to be the older kids. Yeah. So High Republic is supposed to be more like Goosebumps. But the problem yeah. with it is that you have the YA and then you have the kids' books. So to get the entirety timeline, like right now, and you just have the, to read both. You have to read both. So I bought the first book that's going to pretty much outline the whole thing and what the High Republic is based around. And then you have to read a children's book because the light of the Jedi, everything around it revolves around that book in particular. And okay. I think that's what Disney and who's ever running the Star Wars side of things need to fix. Kennedy. She is a nightmare. <laughs> that one's true. I think everybody can agree on that one. Um, and I, I would say that I love that we're going back to the past and seeing things, how it ran over 30 years, but I'm getting real tired of seeing everything from the good guy side. And yeah. I think I think that's one of the reasons that mostly it originally even before Disney non-canonized all of it, but the original expanded universe, the legacy series the legacy universe is it legacy? Legacy. Legends. It legends sorry legends yeah. the legends canon now if i may all of a lot of that is you had a lot of stories written from the perspective of either someone in the someone connected to the empire or the remnants of the empire yeah like you know you had a lot of really interesting stuff on that because i think most of the writers through that period were huge fans of star wars but they're always like wouldn't it be cool if we knew what the stormtroopers were thinking right. instead of exactly. just getting shot in the face? Like, like uh, there's the uh, reference that Palpatine actually was still alive after you know the second Death Star got destroyed. Yeah. He had, hmm? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um, he had a system where every time he died, his conscience would be transferred into a new clone of himself. So basically, he was living forever. And then they're like, "Okay, so we're not going to mention that whatsoever." Or we're not gonna mention that Anakin Skywalker's kids. If they hate, they have kids. We're not gonna mention the fact that I don't know that we're just not gonna mention anything. The great they, stories. Well, yeah, they. But again, they wanted to create their own new stuff on that. But again, I'm also sitting there like, yeah, you're making new stuff. I'm with you on that one. I, I love that we're getting a little bit of the stuff in between. I'm really excited for the Obi Wan series because that looks like it's gonna be fantastic and it's gonna yes. fill in some gaps. But the other half of that is. I want some of the bad shit, too. I'm like, I've always been a guy. I'm like, why does somebody join the Empire? Because it is a volunteer. Well, there are conscripted soldiers, too. <laughs> yeah, so a, lot of those, a lot of those people enlist. They decide, I want to go shoot rebels and wear the sweet white armor. I'm going to the Imperial Academy. This is going to be sick. I want to learn about that guy's thought process. Like, not Where does to, that come in there? Not to bring this in to like a dark thing, but why did people join the Nazi party? Exactly. And those are the best World War II documentaries, too. Why do people join the military? Because they're nuts. It's great. Free college. Free college. Free free supplies. That's what I'm saying. Free medical. It's it's probably most of those people, their their thought process, because I joined the military, and I joined it strictly because it was, well, that's going to get me into college, so fuck it. But that's (laughs) that's the whole thing. That's why we like, that's why Americans especially like World War II movies. And guess what they do? They follow a guy that was on hard times and enlists into the military, and then 
has a great coming of ta- uh, coming of age tale and everything like that. And you write that story and it writes itself. You get John Williams to do the score. You got yourself a damn good World War II movie. Yeah, but no, that's, I, honest, I but honestly... But that's what I'm saying. Like, I would like to see the guy that gets conscripted because, yeah, his, his mom's going to lose the farm and he's got to go join the Empire in order to send money back to mom so they can... Uh, God, what, what is, what's the fruit that they have in Rebels? Well, I, I love have that shit. Two, two things. Ah. One, you should have known going into to this that that's not really what the Bad Batch was going to be because they were going to be the good guys. Like, they weren't going to join the Empire. That's why I was so sad. I wanted to see them join the Empire and train yeah, TK but, troopers. But if they had joined, it wouldn't have been by choice, so that would have thrown your whole thing out because we know about the chips in yeah, their heads. Yeah, that's that's, that's why Crosshair is on the bad guy side because he technically doesn't have a choice. Um, now, I do like... Uh, so in we got to see... Hera's beginnings um, in these last couple of episodes. Um, we right. go to Ryloth. We get to see all of that. And how we... I don't... Did we meet Hauser in Clone Wars? Oh, the Clone Hauser. He's uh, he's in, in this one. I can't... God, he, was, he was in Clone Wars at some point in time. I can't remember where, what episode he was in, though. But he does... So it does look like we are starting to see the clone troopers uh, kind of... Because the Order 66 only put them against the Jedi. It didn't put them against the people that they fought alongside, like... Um, Clone Force 99. Twi'leks? Oh, yeah. The, like, like, the Twi'leks. Twi'leks. Yeah, the Sorry, Twi'leks. I was like, what is their race? Um, so, like, Hauser is like, hey, man, like, no, this isn't cool. I don't like how this is going down. So I'm going to help get Hera out of here and send her off with the Bad Batch. Um, but we're also starting to see these last couple of episodes, we have seen them go into these territories where the Empire is taking over, and it is starting to show us more of that shift into what happens. And now that Hunter's been captured, you know, I, I think we are going to kind of start to see more of the Empire's point of view. And Oh, yeah, Shadow? Is that what <laughs> Shadow disagrees with me, apparently. Evidently. He's got a wrong opinion. But I think as we get into these last two episodes and going into season two, I think we we are going to start to see more of that other side. Because if they can start really showing the Empire and how they see themselves, like as the good guys, then I think that will bring more back of the old fans. Yeah, I think that's that's at least an interesting take on it because you want to see, like, well... Yeah, why do people support these? Like, oh yeah, we're gonna go in, we're gonna murder all the leaders of this planet, and we're gonna help with peace. You're like, wait, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Say that one again. Run that, run that past me one more time. We're going to destroy your homes, and then you're gonna join us because of peace. (laughs) Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't think Shadow agrees with that either. No. The one thing I'm really still kind of hoping for with an Empire perspective show is that technically the Republic commandos from the games do still canonically exist in the Star Wars universe. Mm -hmm. So who knows, maybe we'll still get like the Imperial Commando like sequel series that they had. That would be interesting. Right. They did that, but then they made it part of Legends, which yes. also sucks. It also never saw a conclusion because when George Lucas did that ABC canon thing, hers was put into a, like a category she didn't like. So she's like, well, I'm not going to write books for you anymore and just quit. <laughs> Hot. Right. Um, but we also did get the kind of like sort of conscripted thing with uh, Kyle Katarn and the old Dark Forces novelization. It's explained that his dad sent him off to join the Empire because they lived on a 
dying desert planet where you could only be a farmer and hopefully not die before you're 20 so he could have an education and get the hell out of there. <laughs> Sounds Again, like but I'd like to see that in a moving media of some sort. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'd like that to be brought to the forefront of the new Disney canon. I think that would be... Absolutely. Some more interesting stories are there to be told. There is a lot of like Legends canon that is just really fascinating and unfortunately we're not getting any of it. I was really happy that Chopper showed back up in the Bad Batch. Oh <laughs> Chopper is the I shit. Love that freaked dude. freaked out. Love that dude. about the technical difficulties but we are back with the 8-bit cat show um we're just gonna go ahead and move into the next topic which is a show that i found on netflix called the movies that made us Ooh. um so before we get into this uh tom thought that this was something completely different yeah honestly i truly did so what what did you think this was Literally, you were like, so we're going to talk about this thing called the movies that made us. And I was like, okay, great. I message her. And I say, so is this like a list that we're making of movies that made us? Is it like a talking point that we're just going to get to know everybody, right? No, it's an actual TV show. And I had no idea. So I made a list of movies that really kind of impacted me as I was little, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're going to listen to Tom's list and see how it stacks up against yeah, the yeah, list. Yeah, sure. Of, uh, why not? Yeah, we can go with this. It was... It wasn't fully encompassing of everything, but like big ones that were for me. I mean, I went for what personal favorites, comedy, animated, sci-fi, and then honorable mentions kind of thing. Um, Dune was my one of my personal favorites. I love the early movies and the sci-fi rendition uh, that they had for the miniseries. Uh, Titan AE. Don't know if you ever remember that one. Great movie. Yeah, that was fun. Don't remember that. Yeah, Uh, it was the thing that bankrupted the uh, Fox Animation Studios. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, it was fantastic. It was so. It was so good. But it was such a good movie. Yeah, you know. And there was and the one when I was a kid, the one thing that set me off for that movie is the one where uh, the the bad guy for this show tells the kid who is the main character like hey fly this ship and then he's flying the ship and those little like star stingrays are like flown around in that freaking like orc cloud oh, or whatever it was beautiful that was great and then that song that was playing was like oh yeah it's cool man you're fucking <laughs> awesome you know so i was a little kid you know i was like oh yeah this is awesome and i loved it um shawshank redemption okay one of yeah. my personal favorites that should be everybody's uh queen of the damned because Aaliyah is fucking gorgeous yes she's so fucking hot so beautiful and she's not here anymore. <laughs> oh, no. I couldn't watch her anymore. That's sorry. God, she was so beautiful. Yeah, she ended up dying in a plane crash, you know. And that was, who was the actress? Aaliyah. Aaliyah? She wasn't just an actress. She was a singer, too. Yeah. Caleb far removed from the popular culture on that one. <laughs> <laughs> missed that completely. Yeah, but she, uh, I guess, like, her plane was overloaded, you know, with shit and basically crashed. I think musicians should go back to tour buses. I'm just <laughs> yeah. throwing that one out there. Yeah, but, it, you know... It, Dolly Parton's still around. It was unfortunate. She didn't go on airplanes. But uh, Starship Troopers? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Love Starship. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, that was a little, little boy's fever dream in that one. Um, the Fifth Element, also Mila. Little oh, boy's fever dream. Oh, my yes. God. I love, love so Mila. Um, yeah, all I had in there was... Uh, all night long. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, in that scene, you know, if you ever watch it and like kind of look back, uh, you actually see Bruce Willis cracking up. 
Oh, I have not. I because, did, I've never noticed that. Because uh, the way the fifth element was made is that the director himself uh, never really anticipated to tell them what to act like and to be like. Mm-hmm. So every time they came on set, it was something new. So they always have to act it out. So in that part where he comes walking up and, and you could honestly play it and they could listen to it and kind of sink along. But you can see him in the background like as he's like, he scoots in, he's like, oh, night long. And then he's just like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's just smiling. It's, it's funny. So you can actually see that. But yeah, those are the, the personal favorites. And then comedy-wise, uh, Monty Python, most of Mel, uh, Mel Brooks movies, Ace Ventura movies, The Truman Show, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, animated would be like Disney movies, Lion King, all that stuff. Uh, Emperor's New Groove, Atlantis. Yes. Ooh, Atlantis. Not touchy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sci-fi movies, all the alien movies, E.T., um, you know, Independence Day, Men in Black, that kind of stuff. Those are all comedies and other random things. And then uh, just kind of honorable mentions that I had was like Green Mile, Tremors, Twister. Ooh, Tremors. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. I haven't heard that franchise in a long time. And then what was the other one that I had in my head just recently when I was thinking about uh, Twister? It was that... Uh, Dante's Peak or whatever. Oh, Dante. Okay. With, uh, with the, what, Tommy Lee Jones? Yeah. That? yeah. yeah. Wasn't Pierce Brosnan? Yeah, he was, yeah. It was, it was a good movie. I was like, oh, that's really nice. Well, I'm going to say uh, not one of those movies was on the list that they made in <laughs> yeah, this I'm TV sure. show. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think a couple of them easily could be on season three. Uh, but <laughs> the two seasons that they have done, not, no, not, not one. So much. Not, not see, so, see, what's this where I get caught up too? Because I made this whole list. And I'm like, yeah, you know, this would be cool. Everybody talking about their movies and going, ooh, yeah, ooh, ah. But no, no, no. And what, eight o'clock in the morning when I'm at work, I don't see the message come in, and she's like, no, it's a TV show on Netflix. You should watch it. No, no, we're gonna <laughs> keep, we're gonna keep playing this Thanks. game. Um, <laughs> DJ was there for our conversation, so he already knows what's on the list. So, so DJ can't play. Uh, but. Peter, you you take a shot. What what movies do you think made the list? Oh, of the uh, the, uh probably Star Wars at least. The Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club, yeah, that <laughs> has to be on there. No. Neither of them. No, neither of oh, them. That feels like it's wrong. Star inherently. Wars gets its Star Wars gets its own. Yeah, but still stuff. They don't need. <laughs> they don't need that. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. No. Great Damn movie. Damn. Not on there. Um, let, let Peter, Dead Poet Society. No. Ooh, wow, really? Really. That's a good choice. Well, I mean, we're only in season two. Mm-hmm. And each each season is only four episodes. That's oh. still kind of sad. That's not that long. Uh, all of the ones is like these are obvious picks aren't on there, so I don't know. All right. <laughs> so you're gonna feel you might feel a little dumb when you hear some. Maybe of them. So let's hear some of them. Season one was Die Hard, Ghostbusters, Home Alone, and Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing? So I will say, I didn't uh, see Dirty Die Dancing Hard until changed I was 23. a generation of both men and women. <laughs> so Lies. the whole thing with the, the, the cool thing about this show is a lot of these, it's a lot of the stories that it's like these movies weren't even originally going to make it. Like they were on the cutting room floor or they had ended up in some weird, um, like Dirty Dancing ended up, the script ended up at a, a studio called Vestron who started out as a... Porn, porn distribution company. Nice. And then got into like... No wonder they picked that movie up. <laughs> Man, this is a great script. Dirty Dancing. How can we go this? You know what? Let's let's just actually make a movie out of this. Just, well, it was you mean written. like a movie? The, the, no. la- the lady who wrote it, it was like kind of based on like an actual experience that she had as a teenager at this like resort. Um, so it, it was actually like really interesting, and then uh, I mean he loves Die Hard, so who doesn't love Die Hard? Him, him getting to see 
Oh, I'm sorry. Raise I'm your sorry hand. You've offended you, Raise Shadow. your hand if you don't like Die Hard, and then get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you can stay as long as you agree that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. You don't have to like it, but you have to agree at least that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Hey, I just want to let you know a secret. I'm fucking with you. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> but it is definitely a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie. We all agree it is a Christmas yeah, movie. Yeah, it's a Christmas right? movie. Yeah. It has to be. Yeah, so you, you know, you got to see um, how they were able to pull off like a lot of those stunts. Like, I, I didn't know that it had been. So the tower, the, the Nakatomi Tower that they it takes place in, was actually the new Fox. Yeah, new Fox headquarters. Oh. The, that floor that was under construction was actually under construction, and that's why they used it. That's why they were able to film there. That's awesome. Man. Nice. And there were people like specking scripts and doing stuff, like actually working the floor below, and they're firing off blanks and exploding stuff and doing <laughs> stuff like that. And they still had to go to a normal day of work downstairs. It's like, oh, what's going on up there? Oh, you know, they're shooting a new movie. Huh. And then, right. and then for Ghostbusters, like Dan Aykroyd actually, like his family is super into the paranormal. Yeah. And that's where this idea for this movie came from. Um, him and him and Harold Ramis got together and started, you know, shucking the, the script together. And they didn't even know if Bill Murray was going to show up until the first day of filming. Where he just showed up, he's like, all right, guys, I'm here. Let's do this. And that's literally like how they got the funding for the movie. It was like, oh, yeah, Bill Murray's in this movie. And they're both in there going, is Bill going to actually show up? <laughs> um, we don't know. We don't. We honestly don't know. And the first day, they're like, hey, he's here. All right, perfect. All right, we're going to pull this thing off. All right. Um, <laughs> hey, Bill, glad to hear you. See you here. Yeah, we knew you were going to be here. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing that, that I didn't even know, so go, there was actually a Ghostbusters cartoon yes. That, yes. that was out before the movie. Um, oh, yeah. Like, they when they first started filming – they did not have the rights to the name oh, I, Ghostbusters, okay, I about. and it almost became Ghost Breakers. Ooh, yeah, it, it, that's why they when they did their own cartoon, they had to do the real Ghostbusters, right? Yes. Yeah. And when they um they, they had to film because they weren't sure if they were going to get the rights, so they were having to film anytime they said Ghostbusters, they were having to film those scenes twice, like the the scene at the end where they're rolling up to Dana's apartment building. And you know the crowds chanting, "Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters!" Go-. They were they were actually gonna have to film that twice, but at that point they couldn't get the crowd to not say the right thing, <laughs> so they went to the head and were like, "You need to make this happen." Why didn't they just overdo the audio for the? Because you don't have the right kind of feel and vibe for that. They literally had would you 500 have, extras out there. How do you dub that over? Would you have <laughs> watched Ghostbreakers? Ghostbreakers? I, I, my dad probably would have made me watch it because it would have been fundamentally the same movie, just a different name. Uh, that's true. I don't think it would have worked as well, though. And Who then, are you going to call? Ghostbreakers! <laughs> it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Speaking of and, Ghostbusters, uh, have you guys seen the new trailer for the new Ghostbusters? Yes. Uh, yeah, we, yes. we talked about it on episode one. Uh, I have to say this. The second trailer looks a hell of a lot better than the first one. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, hello. Raising it. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> the cat is literally trying to attack himself. He's trying to free the other kitty from the uh, inverse world behind the mirror. Dude, the, the timing on that is like two. Brother. Um, so season season two, so we've only watched the first two episodes, but it's Back to the Future, Pretty Woman, Jurassic Park, and Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump is a classic. Mm-hmm. And that's why when I saw it, I was like, Peter needs to know about the show because I bet Maddie would like, if you watch nothing else, 
Jurassic Park episode. Well, so, decent chance that she already knows anything that I would have said, because she knows a stupid amount about this franchise, but yeah, I'll have to try that one. It's just, it's just fun. So, we've, we've, we've only watched uh, back, the Back to the Future and the Pretty Woman episode, but, I mean, just uh, the Back to the Future was really interesting, because... I don't know if you guys know this, but Michael J. Fox almost was not Marty McFly. Yeah. Ooh. They had to, yeah. Eric Davies. Eric Davies. Yeah, there's actually footage, I think, of some of the scenes with yeah. him instead yeah, of... Yeah, it's bad. That was a good call. It was a great call. Good call on the recast. Good call. They'd already shot six weeks of filming, though. They'd already done six weeks of principal photography, and yeah. they literally had to start over and redo it all. Wow. And it was, and and then they were saying about how in uh, Back to the Future Three is when his like Parkinson's startup kind of yeah kicking in yeah yeah. And he said that um, you know when he was talking to them later after filming it wrapped, and if you know what to look for, you can kind of see the parts. But there's like one part where he's running and he's kind of got like a weird limp, and that was because because of the Parkinson's. But when he was, but when they were doing Back to the Future One, I mean. That man pretty much got no sleep because he was still contractually obligated to do family ties. So he would film family ties, sleep on the way from set A to set B, and then do Back to the Future. To like 2, 3, 4 in the morning. He he did not think that movie was going to do well, and he even apologized to the producers. He's like, "I'm I'm sorry. I was so sleep deprived. I'll do better next time. And they're like, Michael, you just grossed us. So much money. <laughs> you broke it. Mm. it. A new high score, what does that mean? Did I break it? We need to apologize <laughs> for not letting you sleep. Hey, Mike, <laughs> you did us a favor. You brought us the money. That He got that money, that's for sure. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. But no, it's honestly, they do a lot of deep dive. They talk to the directors and they talk to... Um, the like writers. The writers, they talk to the costuming department. They talk to everybody about it and like they get the they get the real scoop on what was going on in the production of that movie of like... Why this movie probably should never have actually gotten out, and why it's one of the greatest things you've ever seen in your entire life. Yeah, because that's the thing with every one of the movies that's been on here so far is it's like stuff that had things not just fallen into place just right. You never. They also have um, a holiday version called the Holiday Movies That Made Us, um, and that one has Elf on it <laughs> and uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. And was there another one? I don't remember, but it's, it's worth a check out. Can we all agree that John Favreau is amazing? He goes out to make a Christmas movie, and he makes an instant classic. Yes. He goes out to make a superhero movie and reinvents the genre and creates one of the greatest, gro- highest-grossing movie franchises of all time. Really starts that out on a high note. He makes documentaries and like, yeah, let's change the game. John Favreau, then he makes The Mandalorian. He's yeah, like, kind of right. save Star Wars. Like, yeah, that, everything hey, that man touches is gold. He had some help from Dave, I'm going to say. Yeah. So before we get past this, everybody's got to name their favorite movie. Favorite movie of all time? Yeah, I've already named all my lists, so I, uh, I got nothing here. Which was a great list. <laughs> I really enjoyed that list. Uh, all of those movies on that list are mostly my go-tos, too. Um, the one you didn't name that is actually on this list is Die Hard, 100%. Oh, yeah. Favorite movie of all time. Can watch that. 3,000 yeah. times. I mean, uh, most of those old ones, like the RoboCop series. Or, oh, RoboCop is great, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, even if, even if you don't go... Well, I mean, yeah, Highlander was a movie. Yeah, Highlander. Highlander, those are was, <laughs> Highlander 1 was great. Yeah. Highlander 2 might be oof, second worst movie of all time, only because equiv- unequivocally it is Manos the Hands of Fate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's the worst movie of all time. Um, 
Ooh, or you can go plan, plan nine from outer space. Yeah. Also very bad. <laughs> um, Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. Frozen, Jurassic Park series, Thor Ragnarok. It's like my top four. Thor yeah, but I mean, is that, that's more like the movies, now, right? What are, what are the movies what, that what, made you who you are, that yeah. shaped your sensibilities? Um, I, I'm like, when I say, I mean, the original Beauty and the Beast that came out in like the 90s. Yeah. Who figured? Um, no offense to Emma Watson. I'm, I'm so glad that I put her on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> well, She's because like, oh. like I... I watched, I didn't necessarily watch, like, movies on repeat. Like, I watched a lot of TV. Like, I had, my dad had recorded the, the like, the old late 80s, early 90s, the Saturday morning USA trained. I don't know if anyone remembers that. No. So the USA Network used to have the Saturday morning cartoon train, and it was just, like, a full bunch of hours of, He-Man, She-Ra, Ninja Turtles, Ghostbusters, G.I. Joe, on on USA. Weird. And so I used to just watch those VHSs on repeat. Yeah, I was watching PBS and ABC and Fox. (laughs) Like, my Saturday mornings were all those. I didn't have cable. (laughs) USA? Oh, no, I don't have that one. (laughs) my, My Fair Lady stands out. Um... There was, there was a musical uh, that they had brought on VHS with uh, Audrey Hepburn, which is phenomenal. Um, I don't know if anybody even knows this movie, but... The, the rain in Spain no, the, stays mainly in the plane. Yeah, but the, the troll in Central Park. Oh, the troll I've in Central Park, yeah. What yeah. the hell is that? Is I, have that the, I have the VHS over there. Is that the there. animated one or is that the live yeah, action? Are we, we going to have to watch that, I assume? or? <laughs> You can find me a VHS player. <laughs> so I probably gonna, have one, actually. VCR. VCR. Scooby Doo. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. Uh, oh, the original cartoon? Oh. But I, st- I still stand by Jurassic Park because the first one came out. No, no, that one's real. Yeah, yeah, that, that one, that one, yeah, that one definitely good. shaped who you are yeah. as a person. I agree. Yeah. Ghost, <laughs> Ghostbusters. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. There. Oh, sorry. I, I think we got. I think we got. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think you're allowed 30 seconds. It changes so yeah. much that. Yeah. What do you got, DJ? Uh, <clears throat> what's shaped me into the person I am today? Uh, Scooby Doo, Escape from Zombie Island. Mm-hmm. Classic. Oh great. yeah. Uh, let's see. Ghostbusters. First one that was actually scary. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, second Scooby Doo movie in The Witch's Ghost. I forgot. Witch's I'm Ghost a is good girl. too. Yeah. Oh yeah, shoot the heck <laughs> uh, Oh, can I can I add in Hocus Pocus? Oh, that's just a cult favorite. Yeah, I think I love that we were just like, hey, we can't sing theme songs, and then promptly sang another theme song. It was it was a catchy theme song. Song in the movie. So Scooby Doo, uh, Ghostbusters, and one that most people don't really think about is the original Ghost in the Shell. Oh, the original uh, anime? The original oh, animated phenomenal. movie. Um, yeah. Let's see. Ooh, favorite movie growing up? Friday the 13th. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Horror movies? Friday the 13th. You know what's really funny is I actually liked horror movies up until The Ring. So, <laughs> so, here, so hear me out. Okay. Like, scary movies, like, you know, scared me, but they didn't, like, terrify me. And I, I enjoyed watching them, you know curl up with friends we'd freak out it was all a good time right i watched the ring i watched it by myself 
wasn't the, wasn't even scared. I was like, this is a fucking dumbass movie, right? When I went to go to bed that night, the VCR, like the light, was the same color as the freaking shit she came out of. <laughs> I couldn't sleep. And then ever since then, anytime I watch a scary movie, it fucks me up. And I can't sleep. All right. Oh, that, that One of them just got a little too real for you, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to die. Well, shit. Uh, Hit too close to home. Another movie, Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. Oh, oh, Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. Only the first movie is good. Yeah, only the, only the, only the first suck. one, yeah. I try and forget that they're... Other horror uh, sequels they, on they, that. So they, like they did a TV show, series yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what's funny is that I finally showed my girlfriend that movie, and she was like, oh, "It got Quentin Tarantino. I don't like Quentin Tarantino." <laughs> and that's all her. He's literally not in the movie for that fucking. <laughs> he is in that movie for the gratification of those who hate Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and the way he dies in that movie, I was like, oh, I don't know why, but I'm satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I guess I got to throw another one in there. Then it's uh, Dogma. Uh, Dogma, yeah. Kevin Smith, Dogma. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction is amazing, too. Yeah. It's not I, didn't really I think Dogma is one of the things that made me who I am today. It's like, oh. A lot of that makes sense. A lot of that makes sense. A lot of that makes sense. How Clerks. Ooh. Those are always good. Um, good yeah. I know that you would just kind of randomly guess, but do you have any? Uh, Tron. Hence the shirt. Yeah, I yeah. was. I felt that was coming. Now, now the original Tron, I'm assuming. I'm yes, assuming. Yeah, Tron yeah. Two, not Tron Legacy. I still Legacy like Legacy. Was I like all the good. Tron yeah. stuff, yeah. but Legacy yeah, the original yeah. Tron specifically. That's why it's Flynn's Arcade, not Flynn's Lives. Speaking of things that like influenced us when we're growing up, uh, so the Jackass Boys are back. Ooh, and they're making Jackass Forever. Why and the are they first not thing, dead? yeah, that's the, the, the those are the first two things I said. When I was like, why? Haven't, don't they How already have enough dead? money? No, no, they ran out of it. And that's why they're making a new movie. Uh, Steve yeah, doesn't do it. drugs anymore. What is he spending it on? And I the mean, medical bills. Johnny Knoxville has been in legitimate movies. Yeah, Men in Black Two. He, he wasn't bad in them, but he was in legitimate movies. Hey, hey, hey. He, he was, was good in Men in Black. Hazard. Dukes of Hazard was terrible. Oh, it, it was awful. That movie was. It was trash. the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Except for James Rodet, uh, <laughs> did enjoy him in that movie. That was he's he's the rival NASCAR driver. Yeah, yeah. Just, and, and if you guys weren't aware, like all, they're all in their late forties, early fifties. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're like, gonna they're die. Old as fuck. <laughs> they're gonna break bones. They're I am terrified die. to see what the fuck they're doing. I'm I don't even know if them. I can watch it. Oh, I'm gonna watch it day one. Day one. Like Johnny Knoxville is all gray now. Like, I don't know if that was like a aesthetic choice I think or that's from Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> Someone told him we're doing another one and he went gray immediately. <laughs> oh god. Did you, did you guys hear about the BAM drama that went along with this? A little bit. What happened with that? So what BAM do? BAM Marjara, if you didn't know, also had issue with drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. Not had, has mm-hmm. an issue. Yeah, if you part, look at him, you can tell. Part of the contractual agreement to him being on it is, hey, man, you, you've got to stay clean. You've got to stay sober because th- what what we do, come on, like. It's dangerous. Yeah. You could get you, you uh, can get seriously screwed up. Like, if I remember, the this. only reason they were able to even get through the first one is because they were all drunk and high the entire time they were filming it. Yeah. Yes. That sounds about right. Yeah, but after watching what Sivo went through, like, they were like, we, we can't. We can't do that. So yeah. heroin's a hell of a drug. So Bam <laughs> did not stay clean and sober. 
No way. So, so they fired him. And he went on Instagram and was like, you know, the traitors, and specifically called out Jeff Tremaine, who's the executive producer, and Johnny Knoxville. You know, you guys betrayed me, and this is bullshit. And, you know, how I thought we were family and brothers and all this stuff. And Steve O came on, like, commented, and I was like, bro, like, they're doing this because A, you broke contract, and B, it's because they care about you. Yeah. Like, we, we want to help you and we want to be there for you, but you, you can't continue to go down this path. It's going to kill you. Mm-hmm. Damn. Just like continuing to film Jackass will probably <laughs> kill you. And then speaking of contractual obligations that have been broken, just moving right along, Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney slash Marvel. I have to admit, I did not see that coming. Both her and Emma Stone basically saying, yeah, Disney, uh, we didn't like the fact that you wanted to screw us over. I didn't money. I didn't know Emma Stone was on uh, it, too. She hasn't officially come out yet, but that was the next thing, was yeah. that she was talking about it as well because they were not happy with the... Uh, do, are you Resolve guys familiar with what's going on? Yeah, but even Disney was like, basically, you still made because they did the streaming release, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 but they yes. still they still make a percentage off the streaming. Disney release. literally yeah. said you made twenty million dollars off of streaming. Yeah, so what's wrong? That doesn't make any sense. Well, the, <laughs> what I read was that the contract said that the theatrical release uh, only would is what her salary was going to be based on was the theatrical revenue. It wasn't going to include streaming, and ooh, excuse me. She wanted to negotiate the contract, and they wouldn't come to the table, so that's why she went through with the lawsuit, is because she basically lost out on 50-plus mil dollars. Which, I have to agree, the contract was based around, we know, before COVID. Yeah. So, the potential earnings that she could have made on the movie was full, the full theatrical release. I understand her frustration. Even Kevin Feige came out and said, look, I, I'm a little upset how Disney treated Scarlett Johansson. Like, I'm on her side. I agreed to this contract, and these are the terms. You want to release the movie in theaters only, right? And like, hey, uh, COVID happened. They're like, we're still going to release it, but not right now. So fast forward to 2021, the movie releases. No one was expecting it to be on Disney+. Plus. I wasn't even expecting it to be on yeah. Disney+. Plus. I enjoyed the movie, but at the same time, whenever I see an MCU movie for the first time, I'm not going to pay to see it at home. It's a movie I want to see in the oh, theater. Oh, yeah, 100% you yeah. see it in the yeah. theater. The yeah. problem is they're not getting the rewatch dollars that most Marvel movies get. Exactly. Because I can now go home, pay $30, I can watch it as many times but as I want. But here's the bad side about doing that, though. You pay the $30, do you own the movie? Yeah. yeah. Actually, I just looked into it because I always thought it was just you get to watch it once kind of thing like that. No, you own it in perpetuity until it comes for free on Disney+. Plus. You can watch it as many times as you want. So you can like call all your friends over and... For 30 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Or they have the thing where you can do the the watch party where, like, if we're at our house and you guys want to join in, we basically invite you to our watch party and then you don't even have to leave your house. That's I dope. believe you also have to be a Disney Plus subscriber. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm saying... But you don't like have to you, pay for it. Exactly. <laughs> and so she was willing to, to renegotiate and be like, hey, you know, just help me out with some of the streaming revenue because... I mean, I'm not making that much money already, so I mean, help me out, please. Like, give me more money, give me those million dollars that I could give if, to charity. You know, if you can things. pay Robert Downey Jr. this much money, uh, you know, you can pay <clears> I can get a little bit more of that as well. Yeah. I think she got paid just fine. I mean, for me, uh, actors are overpaid anyway, so 
hundred percent. Well, in general, like, what do you guys? What do you guys think about the whole? But I do agree. You should honor a contract. Yeah, I mean. Well, should contracts going forward, given the environment we are in, should there be some sort of like backup clause? For oh, it should definitely reflect. Yeah, that. definitely. A hundred percent should Absolutely. reflect the situation of the world. Well, no, that's that's honestly probably what's happening now in the movie contracts oh, yeah. being made. Is is all the artists seeing the people who are getting screwed over are literally going, well, if a case like this happens where you guys can't produce it into the mainstream on theater and you're going to throw it onto a streaming like what's the backup clause like what happens then how much how, make of that? how yeah. do i make money off of that as an actor you well, know which was weird is that disney came out and said hey look we're not going to sign up these actors for multi-million dollar deals they're going to be done like one movie all right here's a deal for another movie here's a deal for another movie which oh, makes yeah. sense for them they're trying to save money in the long run well it's also because they didn't want to get people wrapped up into a role that after a while we're getting tired of it um, because as much as Robert Downey Jr. loved playing Iron Man he didn't want to do any more independent movies Chris Evans didn't want to do in, cause, and then especially like not not Chris Hemsworth because that dude is insane with the fitness yeah. but like yes. Chris Evans Chris Pratt you know all these guys and gals gotta like put their bodies through hell to stay in superhero shape yeah Chris Pat likes being fat too. Mm-hmm. Have you, so much more fun. Have you guys heard about how uh, uh, Brie Larson said that her legs went through a workout for Captain Marvel too? One of the biggest complaints that a lot of fans had, and I kind of have this play. It might seem wrong that so Carol Danvers in the comics, she's a busty babe. Like she's she, she, bust. got a, she got a fat ass. She got a fat ass. Like fat ass. <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> Truly was waiting for the ass part. She just do. All right, all right. Know what? This should have an echo. Ready? That ass. Right. And um, so watching the movie, I was like, Brie Larson's an attractive woman. Like, hell of an attractive woman. It's just yeah. that she didn't have that body that I would expect to see of Captain Marvel. You saw it in Iron Man. You saw it in Thor. You saw it in Hulk. But, you know, you didn't see that in Carol Danvers. Yeah. And now she's going through all these workouts on her Instagram, showing everyone she's doing. And I understand, like, it is a rigorous workout. Uh, the actor I forgot the, uh, the name. He's gonna be in Eternals. He's a Indian actor. Um, he's oh, like, um, Camille Nanjiani. Exactly. He came out and said basically Disney paid for everything. They paid for everything. We're trying to get him in shape, and he showed his progress. And I was just like, holy hell, dude is jacked now, and it's nuts. <laughs> If Disney paid me to get jacked, I'd be like, all right, yeah, let's I get go. jacked. Yeah. If that's my job, to get jacked, whatever. See, that, 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 and that's why I don't have an issue with like them like, oh, I'm going to get in superhero shape. That's your job. That's your job. They're paying you to do it. They're paying for your personal trainer. Exactly. They're paying for all your yeah. food. They're paying for you to not have to do anything else other than work out. Why are you complaining? <laughs> that is uh, the most first world problem I've ever heard. Yeah. I can't do anything else because they're making me work out and get in the best shape of my life and literally be a sexy goddess on television and screen. <laughs> oh, no. People are going to want to fuck me forever. I don't know how long I can keep my ass fat like this, basically. <laughs> and on that note, long that wraps up What You're Watching. Fair enough. Our next segment is Gamer's Corner. We're going to talk about some video games, um, being that it is the month of August, which means football's back! <laughs> Sports ball! I don't play Madden, but I did uh, happen to see the Madden 22 cover, and I just wanted to bring it up, because uh, apparently Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes are both on the cover. Uh, Tom Brady was on How they the... they that? 
I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Just like high fiving, maybe? I don't know. No, they're just <laughs> standing next to each other. Touching butts? Uh, maybe I, I don't know <laughs> um but brady was on the 2018 cover mahomes was on the 2020 cover and the last time they had two people on the same cover was in 2010 when it was troy palomalu and larry fitzgerald mm. and it those are the only two times this troy. has happened Damn. troy palomalu is my boy and you shut your horn i was telling you i said troy so a bunch of names just got said uh, that I don't. Those are all football players. Oh, okay. We don't watch football. <laughs> We're talking about the the sports ball. Patrick okay. Mahomes and Tom Brady would be considered right now the best quarterbacks in the NFL. One of which is pretty much the oldest quarterback in the NFL, the and one the other one's pretty much the youngest starting quarterback oh. in the NFL. Oh. Okay. The goats. The goats. <laughs> Sorry, did not mean to snort. Uh, okay. <laughs> I was trying to figure out, like, what, but the oldest and youngest, that, like... Also, they played each other in the Super Bowl last year. Okay, that well... also did not know that one. Moving on to what I really wanted to talk Kansas about. Kansas City Chiefs versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Hey, we're done with sports ball. Thank God. Let's, let's talk about the most important thing we came here to talk about today. Hold on, r- real quick about the sports ball. Anybody ever see Meet Kenyon's... Uh, Take on Tom Brady. Oh, it is amazing. <laughs> no, no. I'm just gonna plug that real quick. Anybody who wants to go see it, you prepare. Send, prepare send me, a, send me a link. I'll put it in the show notes. I don't think I want to. <laughs> <laughs> also, if anyone sees me Canyon's YouTube channel and you know it's mentally saying afterwards, <laughs> you're a great A in my book. <laughs> so. Stray, we finally got a gameplay trailer. Uh, you play as a little little cat. Like that one. Oh, wow. The timing, <laughs> timing. could not have been more perfect. <laughs> Thank you, Shadow, for including your voice. Um, I really hope that picked up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you wake up, and you're in this weird city. You don't... Babe, when are you coming home? <laughs> you don't. You don't. He's in trouble. <laughs> Basically, you don't know where you are or where your family is. That's what his girlfriend says. That's what I don't know where she. Where are you? Where are you at? <laughs> are you, DJ, are you home right now? Uh, no, I'm in Cyprus. Please leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> but she's watching this, and when you get home, she's like, "I'm gonna fuck you up." <laughs> uh, so it's by Anna Perner Interactive and Blue 12 Studios. Uh, it's PlayStation exclusive coming out early next year. Um, it kind of looks like a, a puzzle platformer. So you had to use your little cat abilities to solve all these puzzles and find your way out of the city to find your family. Do I have to do that? Or can I just like stab people with my cat claws? <laughs> That's a dick thing to do, bro. Well, it looks like That's you're. That's a very cat right. thing to do. It looks like you're at least yeah. getting a uh, crazy laser beam with your help of your little drone named B12. It's uh, a vitamin shot. I will have to it's say. It's also because Blue 12, B12. Oh, no, Blue 12 Studio. Got it. I, that makes sense. I did not know it was going to be a PlayStation exclusive. I'm kind of disappointed now. I really kind of want to play it. That's a little disappointing. Look, you, you now, it gives you plenty of time to get a PS5. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, but you know that's a damn lie. I've been trying for six months. I don't know if you watch the Marvel <laughs> you, movies. Korg's got... still playing a PS4 in 2024, so that well, makes it's kind me of, it's think coming out on four and five. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if if you have a five, why do you still have your four? Because the mic's my bad. It's pretty. Yeah, I have the I have the the God of War edition. I have yeah. the Star Wars one. Because it's pretty. 
is very pretty. <laughs> but also because I have like five million PS4 games, and then this way I don't have to take up the memory on my PS5. Which, starting now, you can upgrade your storage for a small fee of $500 for two terabytes. Only $500. Oh my god. First world problem. So, Western Digital came out with the first expendable storage for the PS5. Cheapest is $130. Second is, I think, $150. And then, that's for one terabyte. And for two terabytes, $549. Seems like a lot. And that's for how much markup. space games are taken up, that's not a lot of space. <laughs> no. <laughs> it I'll is just, not. I'll just continue to play my PS4 games on my <laughs> PS4. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so I, I really, I don't know. This game just looks really cute, obviously. Like, I love cats, so that it needs to be in my collection. You need to go, like, right up to the camera yeah. and make that face again. Right <laughs> up to the camera. <laughs> um, to the camera. But you also get to do, like, cat stuff, like, scratch and nap and get little scratches. And I want to get all the scratches. No, it would be cool if you leave scratch marks in the environment and they stay there. Oh, that would be really cool. I would be enjoying that. Also, you have a button where you can pee on the wall. (laughs) That would be great. That would be great. (laughs) (laughs) If you can pee in Death Stranding, you should be able to pee in Stray. Exactly. (laughs) That seems like a legit ask. I'm sorry. That seems like like you should be able to ask for that. Yeah. Yeah, seeing from the trailer, a cat is, you know, that smart to realize... I gotta knock this down to smash a window. I'm just like, if my cat managed to throw a vase at a window, I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> well, there aren't, there doesn't look like there's any actual humans. Um, they're like human like machines that got little like TVs for heads. Um, so I don't know what their purpose quite is yet. But this was actually announced, I think, E3, it was either 2017 or 2018. Jesus. Damn. Um, and we're just finally now getting gameplay and like a, a release time, so I'm I'm just really really. Well, it looks pretty excited. good. I will say the trailer does look pretty at least. Yeah. It looks like a little kitty cat. If yeah. it has a steel book, I'm definitely gonna buy it. If as long as like it's pressed triangle <gasps> to meow, I'll be good to go. I hope it has a collector's edition with a little cat statue. No. What no. if the collector's yes. edition includes an actual cat? Yeah, Wait, we're not, what? Getting, we're, not, we're not getting that. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's already eight in this house. A, a ninth one. I just needed that to be tap said. Your like, link we're to, not doing it. No. Tap your link to download your cat now. What? You wouldn't download a cat. Yeah, you 3D print it. It's a little robot cat. <laughs> no, I wanted a real living cat. Yeah. 3D print that. <laughs> I mean, Bane. Oh, we I'm, actually do have a stray that, that visits. I've named him Bob. I don't actually know if it's a guy or girl, but his name is Bob. Yeah, he's a little terror, too. When, yeah, when I was watching your guys' cats, like he would show up. I saw him. Oh, just to start yeah. shit. Yeah, he would look through the windows, and all the cats would like <laughs> just to start shit. And I'm just like, oh my god, oh not this, not this. <laughs> A little aside, he was sitting outside um, with drinking his coffee and everything, and we let Mister Kitty go out, but it's really only allowed on the patio. Little bit in the grass, but he he's not outside boy. So he's sitting in the grass, sunning himself, relaxing, and Bob sneaks up. Fap! <laughs> <laughs> you Got watched him? Got him. It was hilarious. I did say, hey, buddy, you might want to look behind you. <laughs> he did not care to hear my advice. Like, oh, I'm good. He, didn't, he did not care to hear my advice. Didn't even turn around and got smacked, and it was hilarious. And then Bob ran away. <laughs> no, di- no recourse. Great stuff. <laughs> 
So the other big thing, I know that you especially are really excited. DJ, you got to play the Halo Infinite tech demo. So tell us about it. I know they have a lot of questions. So before I start, I got to know now. Everyone's favorite Halo game. Go. ODST. Okay, that's fair. Reach. That's fair. Uh, single player Reach, multiplayer Halo 3. Yeah. Uh, for me... I never played Halo. <laughs> uh, so for me, single player, this is going to be controversial, but Halo 4, very personal story. It was finally good to see Master Chief be the primary focus and see how Psyche is dealing with Cortana potentially dying. And in the, in the comics and the stories, you see how their dynamic is, but we never see it in video game form. And it was really interesting. I respect the, that. Okay. The yeah, ending sure. kind of made me want to tear up a little bit. But then they kind of fucked it up in Halo 5. So they fucked a lot of it. Yeah, yeah, that was, I think we can all agree, worst one, Halo 5? Halo 5, worst one. Halo 5 is the lowest one. If we're going to rank it, one. it's yeah. number 5 out of 5. Uh, <laughs> and but, not in a good way. So I'll start with Halo 5 and work my way backwards. Yeah. Technically like number 7 out of 7, but whatever. So from all of <laughs> How many cats? Uh, zero. Zero cats. Okay, that's a little bit for, harsh. For Halo 5, you know, okay, I'm sorry. One Two, cat. because you can play as Edward Buck if you do the co-op mode and play it next. Which is... <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I can be Nathan Fillion, exactly. I got no yeah. issues with that. Sign that is the up. one part about that game that's good is getting to play as Buck. Anytime I can be Nathan Fillion. <laughs> so for multiplayer, I have to say Halo 3 was the best. Because all the things you can do in the late night. With your boys, your girls, some, you know, grab some beers, play some custom games. You can go play casually or play competitively. It, it just had everything you wanted. And yeah. honestly, I met interesting people on Xbox Live because of that. Some of them I still play with today and some of them... I wish I could talk to you again. But, you know, it, it was just one of those games that everyone could play. And some of them I made sure they blocked to no return. <laughs> <laughs> you can go back to hell, I, sir. I want to block you so hard your account is deleted. Ooh. That's fair. I think Halo 3 is kind of where they got, got the multiplayer at least perfect. So, for the technical dim, uh, the technical preview... Um, I honestly, to be honest with you guys, I I didn't even know. I just got an email as I was using the bathroom, and I was just like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> and when I'm the girlfriend, it's like, "Where do you where do you sign up for that shit? Fuck you! What email list do I need to get on? <laughs> this is bullshit." All right, all right, all right. All right. So I want to be taking a dump. Going, hey, you want to play Halo? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Duh. I'll do it right now. I'm on the toilet. Bring me the controller. It's wireless. <laughs> so it, it all right. So, well, funny thing though, I got a I saw a, a social media post from three four three saying, "Hey, remember, you might get a notification uh, to play the next preview." So, to get part of the preview, you had to be part of the Halo Insider program, mm -hmm. which sends you daily or monthly invites into testing out sort of builds of the game, primarily for Master Chief Collection, because as you know, it's still an ongoing process. They've done a lot of really good work on that. Yeah, yeah. and. Um, they mentioned a few months back that, hey, we're going to do a multiplayer preview, but they never said when. So, as you know, you know, Halo fan on a toilet, you know, you get an email saying, hey, you've been so invited. Is this where Halo fans hang out on the toilet? Yeah, you just all yeah. day. Yeah, yeah, you know. That yeah. must have uh, been why I never play. When you drink all that Mountain Dew, uh, you yeah, gotta go. You gotta make sure that the carpet doesn't turn green. When it's due, it's due. I feel like, I feel like that would caffeine. make you. I'm just saying. I feel like that would make you pee, but you guys seem to talk, be talking about like. Sitting. It just messes your entire yeah, body. It gives you gurgly oh, guts. It just totally fucks yeah. you up. Yeah. It's like coffee. So yeah. the lake's not good. Yeah. <laughs> the late, it does great things. The late 2000 combo for any gamer was uh, Greenhouse. Green 
and nacho cheese Doritos. Oh, of course. Fuck that. Yeah. No, I, I guess I want to go against the mold. Cool Ranch. I need Cold Red and Cool Ranch, baby. <laughs> cold Red and Cool Ranch. That was the ultimate. Cool Ranch. That was the ultimate. There were two presets. You chose preset two. Yeah. Or, or, or if they had XP codes or some free stuff, you got the uh, Game Monster. Fuel. Okay, yeah. Game fuel. You might not even drink the thing, but you wanted that code. <laughs> <laughs> you buy a whole box of 12 and got the code and just toss them into the trash. <laughs> you know, there's food banks that would have taken that. That would have been a better code. bro. That's but I also, you wouldn't want to poison them with, mo- like, monster. Do, do you really want to give a guy who's potentially a recovering drug addict... Uh, Cocaine that's basically in a liquid format. Yes, it's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> so, wish uh, the monster in you. <laughs> what I did get to experience was really, really good. I would say, in terms of multiplayer, everyone either loved or hated Halo Five. Which, as as, as I feel right now, Halo Five is not the most popular. No, I guess I, I didn't really have a problem with the multiplayer, but I've always been more of the uh, campaign-driven guy on the uh, Halo games, and Halo Five really dropped the ball on the campaign. Yeah. So, what's funny about that is that after the game came out, there was like a little documentary about it that the marketing team didn't align with the actual development team. So, the whole trailer we seen between Locke and Master Chief switch. As they're under the statue, and as you know, he's damaged. They did not line up that right. <laughs> so you marketing this, but you actually get to play this. Like, oh yeah, I get to defeat Master Chief. I get to hunt him down. I get to kick, get to kick his ass. No, you get your ass kicked by Master Chief, and you don't see him for a while. And that's basically it. Yeah. Yeah, that's why it was disappointing. Well, it happens <laughs> I mean, in the cutscene too. You never actually fight him, which is like. I think you captured that beautifully. <laughs> exactly. That's why it was bullshit. <laughs> um. So. What I did play was, I would say, a eight out of eight cats in terms of combat. It was still rough, but it was amazing. So what do you get when you get the mobility of five with the combat of both Reach and Halo 3? Okay, Halo I'm, 3. I'm intrigued. You've, get, you've got me. Now, they let us play on... A few maps, mostly three, against bots. You can play the whole technical preview as long as available against bots. But there were certain time frames where they allowed you to play with actual people. And I will tell you, I got my ass kicked by the bots. The bots <laughs> were terrifying. So 343 designed the bots to act like actual players. And you know, you know how a lot of Taylor tryhards are. They would shoot and jump at you. They would <laughs> shoot jump and throw grenades so accurately around the corner. <laughs> I don't know how many times we died to that. And let me tell you, if you are alone going one side, you're probably going to end up with three other robots whooping your ass. <laughs> okay, so I'm really hoping that's a feature that's going to actually be in the game. Stay in the game. That's, right. That sounds amazing. It, just, just to do like an eight-on-eight eight battle you with eight of your friends going against eight dudes that are... Like literal perfect. machines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you had three levels of AI difficulty uh, that you could have choose from, but they only had Spartan available. So it's novice, marine. I mean, uh, not, uh, so sorry, ODST. So you had novice, marine, ODST, and then Spartan is the highest rank. And for ODST level bots, man, it was terrifying. <laughs> they were smart as hell. <laughs> the weapons, though, I would say has felt the best out of the entire series. Really? Yeah. So the AR is just as good as it was in Halo 4. Um, Which was good in Halo 4. I, yeah. I, that was my go-to weapon on that one, pretty much. I would say the new uh, semi-automatic rifle uh, that is a single shot is really, really good. However, though, at range, it has a lot of recoil. 
Um, you still have your needlers, you still have your uh, your plasma uh, grenades. You still have, you know, your current favorite weapon. The uh, I forgot what's it called. Plasma it's pistol. You have the plasma pistol, and yes, if you hold down the charge, it does still drain your life, your battery ah. life. Hmm. Um, so they only had a few weapons available. That you could. It was either the autom- uh, the assault rifle, the BR, and the semi-automatic rifle, which I don't remember. You had the new covenant weapons. You had the new shotgun, which. God, I sucked. <laughs> I sucked with that. And a few others. Now, the interesting part, though, they also previewed how the Battle Pass system will work. And if you're not a fan of paying for skins, yeah, that's that's one problem. Another problem is that they use their own credit system. So you have to buy credits to buy stuff of in course. the game. Uh, but uh, if I remember correctly, anything in the like the Battle Pack system, those are not supposed to actually affect gameplay. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. So it was mostly either skins or helmets or emblems or things of that sort. Because they're they're kind of from what I've read in other ones, they're trying to bring back, excuse me, basically bring back the customization that you had back in Reach, where you literally can change every single piece of your armor out to something different. And let me tell you. That shit's on fire, bro. Okay. You can customize the helmet, the chest, the arm, the leg. You can get a prosthetic arm or leg. So if you are actually, you know, losing a leg in real life, you can feel the same way in Halo. And it's great. They finally understand what was the problem with Halo 5. You couldn't customize your Spartan. It was either helmet or chest. Now, I will say, though, there are going to be some problems with the customization system. A lot of these really, really cool helmets... And armors are tied behind a rarity system. Okay. So you have standard, uncommon, epic, legendary. Now, if you got through the entirety of the battle pass, you got this legendary helmet, which is really, really cool. My problem with it is that it's while it's going to be, you know, there if I want to access it, it's going to create a few issues. One, if I want to get this really, really cool armor, I have to shell out money for it on the limited edition pack, which they did in Halo 5. And as we all know, limited edition items in video games that's you know, no real world value, that's never good for anybody. But that being said though, the range of customization options in terms of skin is really, really, really impressive. So there's also legendary, rare, and uncommon skins for your armor, so you know, color variant. Yeah. Okay. And those right there, they have some pretty damn good skins. Some of them are locked behind challenges. Some of them are locked behind the battle pass. But they're all accessible to you. Now, you also had skins and helmet variations. Yes, you can actually buy armor with real-world money in Halo, 5, in Halo Infinite. <laughs> so there was a helmet pack where you got a helmet, a skin, and a weapon skin. And it was like, I think it was like 800 credits. I was like, oh, yeah, it looks cool. But it also made me worried. So I know where this is heading. There's going to be those limited edition bundle packs, those limited edition holiday packs. And seeing how Call of Duty is right now, it's going to mess up the ecosystem. Now, I don't know how they're going to do the DLC, which is a really good question, because Halo 5, all the maps are free, all the expansions for you know weapons, game modes, all free. But overall, I have to say, what I have seen has been not only impressive, but it really shows that they actually care and where i have actually listened to the complaints that they've gotten yes you don't have no more of that booster system the my favorite part 
when your shield gets down and it recharge, it makes the original sound. Oh, really? Oh, they went back to it. Oh, that's awesome. Nice. And the customization options for accessibility is off the chain. You can have the uh, enemy uh, variation, any color. So let's say you shoot an enemy. They're going to be highlighted red, yellow, green, whatever color you want that fits your style. And it's really great because it gives you the ability to distinct who is a friend and who is a foe. While I was playing the game, I noticed that if someone was behind the wall, you can see an icon above the head letting you know, hey, this is a friend. Which is something that a lot of games don't really do because you can't always tell if this is a friend or foe. Now, one last thing I forgot to mention was the armor system is that there also are different armor cores. So you can, okay. have, you can have different armor sets with different customizations. Oh, for like power-ups, like jumping abilities or random things like that? Or no, what? just strictly customization. Hmm. Um, you also can customize your vehicle, your weapon. So skins for basically everything. And the armor set that we had was the Mark VI, which is, you know, the kind classic, of, yeah, classic armor sense. that Master Chief is running right now. And I was like, all right, this is great. This is kind of cool. They're really, really hammering down cosmetics because that's going to be their revenue stream. Mm -hmm. Same thing with most companies right now. And... It was really cool. That means that if I want to go in this armor set, this armor set, I don't have to go in the menu and just constantly change everything around. It's going to be preset it for me. Now let's get to the most important thing: the time to kill. It is a huge problem. So versus the bots, the bots can down me within like less than two seconds. Me going against them, it took me about five seconds or more. And one thing I did notice is that there is damage drop off for certain weapons. Mm -hmm. So if you use the assault rifle at range, the damage is gonna drop off. And you now can hold two types of grenades at once, either plasma or spike, or let's say frag and spike or frag and plasma. And there's also now a beacon system where you can highlight your teammates across the map and other uh, useful abilities around the map. And there's now also timers for power-ups. But let's say, hey, you get a overshow power-up and you die, that drops. That someone else now can pick that up, mm, even if okay. you're about to actually use it. So the power weapons they had us use was the uh, the sniper, the rocket launcher, and the new plasma shotgun that can either shoot vertically or horizontally. Okay, weird. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of possibilities with that. Um, they also gave the ability to use the grappling hook. I would say though that right there is going to be really cool, but also very difficult to master. You only have a set range of how far you can go with it. But anywhere you can go on the map, it allows you to go. Now, another problem with the maps, though, is that the maps are not only vertical, but they're also kind of like choke points. There's constant choke points. So this area is a choke point, this area is a choke point, or this area is a choke point. You know how every Halo is. Mm -hmm. There's always a center point in the map where everyone goes to kill each other. And I would say the worst one is going to be the uh, new Mubasa map that they previewed. In the middle is where the rocket launcher spawns. You have two ways of coming into the map, either come from the left or right side. But how you do it though is the tricky part, either come from the back or you come from the front. If someone's really good with a mid-range or long-range weapon on the map, they can dominate or hold a certain area. But remember, only for so long, because the spawn system is really, really different here. So let's say, hey, you died in the center, but your team is on the right side. You can potentially spawn on the left side where the enemy team is you know, trying to go to the center. So you don't know where in the game while playing the match you're gonna spawn, which I think is good and bad. <laughs> but I would say overall, what I have seen, what I have played has been not only 
phenomenal, but it really shows that as a franchise, Halo is going to be here to stay because it gives me hope that 343 has finally learned the issues that they caused themselves in both Halo 4 and Halo 5. Halo 4 was Call of Duty with Space Marines. Halo 5 was trying to be too competitive for no reason, which, as we know, competitiveness is part of Halo, but it's not the center focus. It never was. And I'll say that's really it. Like, when I get my hands on it, I'm going to cry like a little girl. <laughs> <It's> really, <laughs> I'm excited. It, 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 I would say it's one of those things where you're like, all right, the third time's a charm. They really, really have improved. And so far, most of the feedback I've been seeing online, everyone agrees. Halo's back. It's back. And it feels good. <laughs> did you guys have any... Any questions? Or? That he did not answer already? Uh, you might have... I'm not sure. Are the armor power-ups back as well consistently? or So your power-ups is either going to be an overshield that I did use or yeah. cloak. Now, what's cool about the cloak is that even if you're moving at normal speed, you're still invisible. However, though, if you move too fast or you shoot, it breaks cloak. Okay. Um, I would say in terms of overall power-ups, they're now part of the map. They're not something you just go in. It's straight customization, and then whatever the map has, which does rotate. So last game, you had a sniper rifle. This time, there's a rocket as the weapon. Or let's say, hey, it's a brute hammer. Okay. It's always changing, so no one has, like, oh, yeah, someone who's ready for sniper. Oh, shit, the sniper's not there. Now I have a rocket launcher. And that's really it. I will say this, though. Um, with them having choke points, certain weapons are going to be, as usual, overpowered sniper and rocket launcher. Now, for the shotguns though, I wasn't really too impressed by them. They felt, they had too much recoil. And every time I try to shoot someone, the damage wasn't there. And that's the problem with most shotguns right now, in video games. Like, you guys have played Battlefield Call of Duty, you use a shotgun and it's like, I hit him point blank. And that's how it felt, I would say overall. Hmm. All right. Oh, uh, you mentioned that they're bringing a lot of focus back on customization. One of the things that ODST and Reach had was that you could, in the multiplayer, customize which voice you had coming out. Is that still happening, or you do have default voices? So your voices are not the concern. It's your AI. Okay. Yeah, so whenever you do games or, you know, give notifications, your AI will call them out. Now, you're still going to hear banter from the other Marines. Mm -hmm. Like, you hear in Halo 5, like, oh, enemy there, enemy down, um, shields down, things of that sort. But, no. There was no signs of customization for the Spartan voice, just the AI that's in the Spartan's armor. Fair enough. That's still like that. Yeah, it's still not bad. You can still customize your own game experience because you're hearing different person. Exactly. Yes. Hooray for Halo! Yeah. Yeah, I and got no questions. I was very in, in depth. I, was, I, I enjoyed that. that, was, that was still, right I, now, you feel like the only professional at the table. Honestly, yeah. that right there just makes me want to play it even more. Yeah. Um, I, will say. I will say this year is going to be a year of bangers. So we got not only Halo, but Battlefield 2042. Mm -hmm. And just from the reveal trailer and the minor gameplay that we did get, I would say those two are going to put not only Warzone, but Call of Duty in general back into this place. Because I'm getting real tired of Call of Duty. It's like the same phone every year. You get this, you get this, you get this, and there's only minute changes. It's Madden with an AR-15. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> I, I would not mind playing that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be interesting. That, that would change the game. Right? Exactly. <laughs> hut, hut. 
Patrick Mahomes <laughs> plays a rocket launcher instead, <laughs> of, a, instead of a uh, football. Oh, oh, Tom Brady had 25 passes without being blocked. Oh, no, he gets a call in the nuke. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tom Brady threw for 300 yards and murdered 14 people. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tom, it looks like the uh, the audience is in the way. Tom Brady has a minigun. Well, uh, man, remember, Tom Brady loves that minigun. Oh, <laughs> he just killed 60 people. What do you think is going to happen next? Well, we don't know, Tom. It's Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> the real question is, do they do they account for COVID in the video games? Are there no are there no uh, fans in the stands? Does Madden twenty twenty have no fans in the stands? I want to know. Oh. We're on twenty twenty two. Are we on twenty twenty two already? Twenty if twenty twenty two has an option to have it where the stands are empty. empty? I, I want to see if they have it if they have it with cardboard cutouts instead. I would I would just love that, bro. That would be hilarious. <laughs> I mean, they're already piping Madden crowd noise. They were piping Madden crowd noise into the. Broadcasts of the sports and in that's all just sports, or just or absolutely all hilarious. sports. Or you can animatronics are just move up and down the ring. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of killing people, uh, Peter, you were really excited about Tribes of Midgard. Oh, I thought you were going to say Peter murdered. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how did you know? Like, wait, uh, why? Like, I don't think we should film this. Um, FBI, open up. <laughs> I guess this is how I'm confessing. Okay. DJ, where's your FBI agent? To make a murderer, Peter. Hold on, let me give him a phone call. Hey, yeah, bro, I need you here right now. Where am I? Don't worry, you're already tracking me as is. It's not going to be as in-depth as the Halo thing. Um, but Tribes of Midgar, it's it's a multiplayer kind of Diablo-esque thing. It's a survival game. You have uh, monsters coming to attack your village pretty consistently. It's just a lot of fun. I've been playing it pretty much nonstop for the last couple of days since it came out, I think, on the 27th. That's uh, where all of my free time has been. It's why I didn't really watch too much of Bad Bad. <laughs> <laughs> we forgive you. Yeah. Uh, I've just been playing that game a lot. It's like 20 bucks on Steam and PS5 and 4, I believe. Um, so please go grab it. It's just great. <laughs> Is it like online multiplayer? Online multiplayer, yeah. Oh, no. You can play it by yourself, but we you really shouldn't. Um, there's a solo mode, and it, it's not so difficult that you can't do it, but you will not know what the hell you're doing or what you're supposed to be doing. Mm. So play it with a few people first. Um, it's all based around uh, Norse mythology while you're playing as a Viking and trying to stop uh, Ragnarok. Is, is Midgard there, makes sense, yeah. yeah. Is there power-ups like based off certain gods or armor is based around gods? Kind of. Uh, there's not like random, like, oh, I, I got Thor's power-up. Now everything I do has lightning in it, but you can get weapons that are... Uh, based around that like you can get uh, Baldur's sword which is can more get, powerful can you get Mjolnir N you know Mjolnir. you, you expressly cannot get that one Mjolnir 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 but yeah there, there's a few weapons throughout that you can get like you can get a Moosefulheim hammer which is just a big fiery hammer which is just great I love that one <laughs> fire hammer I'm on board Okay. but yeah um, there's no express like oh now you're as powerful as Thor or anything like that but weapons and stuff huh. okay. yeah gotcha Nice, nice. Um, so now, switch things up. This is a little segment we call, Hey, Check This Out. Ooh. Uh, so, check this out. Oh, yeah? Uh, Alicia Silverstone, uh, famously known for her role as Cher in Clueless, uh, yeah. posted a video last week on her Instagram in honor of the 26th anniversary. Um, and it's basically a clip of her son sitting at a, ta at a table like in, the, in like a suit, and the voiceover is like the, the voiceover from the the movie, and it's the scene where you know Paul Rudd's character is like, "Mel, you you gonna let her walk out like that? She she look how she dressed. Shit, get in here!" 
And she goes in here, and he's like, what are you wearing? She's like, it's a dress. He says who? Calvin Klein. Go change. And it just it was just really cute and funny, and I, I grew up. Did, did Paul Rudd actually show up? No, it's it just yeah. Alicia Silverstone and her son. So. I mean, the dude shows up to anything. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty sure they could have got him. They just didn't call him. Yeah, okay. they just didn't ask. But <laughs> if you're a fan of Clueless, definitely go check it out. All the links for these will be included in the show notes so you can find them. Uh, DJ. So, as you know, Marvel's What If is coming. I'll say next week, right? Uh, the 11th. Yeah, the 11th. So there is a Marvel story that is very dear to my heart that a lot of people to this day still don't know about. And that is Marvel Zombies. And they're going to have their first on-screen debut ever. Ever. And I would say if you are looking for a depressing, weird, and unique take on zombies, like Marvel Zombies is a good story. Just imagine a zombie virus where the heroes retain not only their intelligence but their powers. So how would you? But feel are still zombies. But they're still yeah. zombies. Yeah. So how would you feel about a zombified Hulk? That sounds real dangerous. <laughs> it's pretty terrifying it's, in the it's comic. Very terrifying. Yeah. How, how do you how do you remove the head or destroy the brain? <laughs> so no, what's worse is when Hulk eats and turns back into Banner. Yeah, so when he is full, he turns back into bed. <laughs> His face. <laughs> like, oh my god. I don't like that. No, <laughs> no I didn't either. I don't think Banner liked that either. He didn't. And, like, the story overall, so basically the story is a time paradox. Like, it goes from one universe to another universe, and then it just gets over all over the place. However, though, just seeing my favorite heroes turning into zombies, it's kind of cool. And seeing that yeah, we're going to go eat everyone within three days. So so uh, where can I find this so I can brush up on this before it comes out on the Marvel What If series? So there's actually a few ways. Um, if you are illegally going to read it, there's, there's a few we ways. We shouldn't do that, no. No. Let's, no, let's talk about no. the legal way. Yeah. 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 So don't read the legal way. in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, so there's Marvel Unlimited, 10 bucks a month. You get to read all the comics, current and old. They're going to have basically all of the issues. So if you want to read in chronological order, you can. You also can buy it on Comology, Kindle, or anywhere that sells books, comic books, digitally and physically. I would say start off with Marvel Zombies Dead Days. kind of shows how things are. However, if you can get your hand on the actual first appearance of Marvel Zombies, which was in Ultimate Fantastic Four... And then a second appearance in Army of Darkness versus Marvel Zombies. Wait, it's Army like, of Darkness versus Marvel yeah, Zombies? Like, 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 like Ash from like, the Evil Dead. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, like, yeah, Evil yeah, Dead, yeah. Ash Army of Darkness. Okay. So, so what's really funny about that, it, it was like a joke. Like, it was a joke at first. We were like, yeah, you know, we, we should really do it. And then next thing you know, they actually do it. It was only five issues. But since Marvel got bought by Disney, you can't find it nowhere digitally. Well, that's yeah. sad. Hmm. You only can read it... I don't think the Disney wants the Necronomicon in their canon. <laughs> <laughs> like, you get to read it. You have, you have to buy it on eBay. Like, it's available eBay, paperback or hardback. Really, really, really cheap. And it's a really fun read. Only five issues, but you basically see from the perspective how the zombie universe came to be, how the downfall happened, and it's really, really interesting. All right. Peter, what do you got for us? Uh, so a while ago, a few years ago, there was this comic series called uh, No One Left to Fight. It was based around Dragon Ball Z. Uh, basically, the premise is that these heroes have saved the world from the biggest threat ever and don't have anything to do anymore. <laughs> They're all kind of bored and just living on the fame of that. 
unfortunately, it, it kind of got left off on a cliffhanger uh, five issues into its original run. It didn't do very well, and it, it got nixed. But I just recently found out they're bringing it back this October for the, to finish out the story arc. Oh, wow. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. So it got enough cult status that people, yeah, were, people like, were like, oh, this me, is awesome, and can, finally got it can back. Can you give me a little bit more, please? <laughs> please well, yeah, thank it, you. It really does end. Uh, I read in the article that he had always intended it to be a 10-issue thing, and it ends halfway through that. So, like, oh, the plot's about oh, to start happening. Right at the oh, rising no, action. Oh, yeah. right. Perfect. Right. How many times have we heard this one before? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to spoil anything for it, because it is actually really good, and it, it's not going to be just them being lazy all throughout. It's called No One Left to Fight, but there's a lot of fights. Uh, <laughs> so please do look it up. You can find it at most comic book shops, um, but it's published by Dark Horse, so you can't really find it on comic apps or anything like that wait it's not even on come out with you i don't well it might be on that one yeah because yeah. dark like most i'll say if not all dark horse comics should be on there they're the yeah. only one that doesn't really have a subscription service of their own yeah you can read some of their books on comology for 5.99 a month but yeah. yeah but it's worth it coming back in october can't wait i uh, loved this series and it was really sad when it ended the way it did if you had to read it right now what's the rating Oh, right right now? Mm-hmm. Uh, seven or eight. Cats added eight. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> it's it's damn near cat. perfect. Uh, the only reason I would say seven is because it didn't end. <laughs> <laughs> so seven, but hinging on an eight. If the, yeah, if depending the on what happens in October. Oh, yeah. if, they, if they can pull the end of the story off, you'll be in. Exactly. Right. It, it's like watching a season of a show you really enjoyed and it never got season two, but it left, left on like a really oh, bad cliffhanger. Firefly. <laughs> oh, <excuse me>. Firefly. <laughs> Right, yeah, Firefly. At least, at least with Firefly, though, we did kind of get a closure movie. Yeah, this doesn't give closure at all. <laughs> no closure. Got it. got it. Tom, what do you got? Uh, I got a couple of things. Uh, I, I sent you guys that uh, that Spain's Got Talent that just came out with the guy playing the little uh, little Carmen. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> he's singing that. So that, that, they actually gave him like a golden buzzer for that thing. So it was crazy. Um, also, uh, as much. No, no, not wrong T-shirt. I thought I was wearing a Megadeth one this morning, but I woke up and was like, I'm going to wear Megadeth for this thing. But nope, I'm wearing Beetlejuice, so that works out. But Megadeth is coming in uh, August uh, to Houston, so uh, if you're a fan of Megadeth or anything like that. Megadeth is back on tour, I, y'all. I, I, yeah. don't, I don't know who Megadeth is. That's oh, okay. It's a little sad. It's all right. It's, it just think uh, the lead singer from Metallica who got kicked out, he became Megadeth. Yeah, I realized that I'm a, I'm, I'm a black man living in a different and, world. And? and that doesn't mean anything. You, you know, you listen to every love, type of music in the world. Yeah, I yeah. know, but you want to know where music I grew up with and what artist is stuck in my head for the huh. rest of my life? Lil Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> I forget. He's he's twenty six. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wait, wait. Got a couple wait. years. Don't make me feel young. <laughs> <laughs> but I grew up eighties, so I, I was I grew up on the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s music, you know. So I was stuck in all that stuff for the longest time. And there's nothing wrong with Lil Wayne. No, no, there's nothing, <laughs> nothing wrong with Lil Wayne. No, no, that's the '90s, 2000s. You know, those are the '90s, oh, 2000s babies. If you know Lil Wayne, then you know about the Hot Boys. <laughs> if anyone knows about the Hot Boys, just just let us know. He just loves you. <laughs> but the uh, what was it? The other thing that uh, before we uh, this will be a Patreon exclusive, but I'm gonna send you the link right now of the uh, Tom Brady. Uh, thing from Meat Cannon and we're all going to watch it and have it on camera of you guys going what the fuck so it'll we be good we can watch this right now no like after after, yeah. we, oh, after, after we say bye right. to the, yeah, the, the yeah we'll do that that sounds the, great that works out yeah. um and then what was it yeah that was it yeah that was, good. Good. Yeah, was good. good I think that was enough yeah, yeah. that was good that was all solid right. we, Zach what do you oh, got oh what do I got um uh I know 
seems counterintuitive, but I'm going to plug somebody else's podcast right now. Uh, listen to ours, too, for sure. Listen to this one. Uh, it's a great one. Uh, they've been doing it for, um, they started it right back in quarantine. It's called Smartless. Uh, it's got Will Arnett, uh, Jason Bateman, and uh, Sean Hayes, and three of the funniest people on the planet, honestly. Um, I don't know. A lot of people don't know. Who sh- they don't look at the dot- cat's butthole. <laughs> Uh, Just kind of stuck out here. But obviously, yeah, yeah uh, three. They're three guys. They've been friends for a long time, and the premise of the show is uh, one of them brings on a surprise guest for the other people, and they just have a conversation, and it is generally extremely funny. Uh, they've gotten some really random slash really amazing people on there. They've had other people. They've had anybody from an astronaut to uh, the vice president of the United States of America. That's awesome. Uh, the uh, the producer of um, uh, streaming content at Netflix, they've got they've had a little bit of everybody. They have some of your funniest favorite comics on there, everything like that. It's honestly just a great conversation. Uh, I'd listen to it even if they didn't have anybody else on there because they're just three guys. They like to talk and it's funny as hell. So fully fully support that one. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Duke approves. <laughs> All right, well, thank you for tuning in to this episode of the 8-Bit Cat Show. Uh, You can like and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, Rate and review us on your favorite podcast uh, app. 8-Bit Cats.